Well, they're back. I'm sure they've grown up in the time they've been away. I'm sure they won't start with ropey jokes about semis and then move on to touching wood. No, it'll be measured in only about serious football stuff. Welcome, everyone, to a special, special edition of Born Offside, coming to you on the eve of what could be one of England's greatest sporting moments. Now, I know we've all said it quite a number of times, actually, over the last few decades, but, uh, oh, hang on. No, no, we haven't said that, have we? England are in a final, a final of a major competition for the first time in over half a century. Say it like you will, 55 years in the making, not since 1966, not since TVs were in black and white, not since we landed on the moon, since England won in 66. Eric Cantona was born had a career, kicked a fan, had an acting career, gave the world's greatest speech and did a bunch of beer adverts as well. Tottenham Hotspurs have won nine trophies in that time, would you believe? Yes, nine. We've had Big Brother, we've had Bake Offs, we've had Kardashian sex tapes, we've had, we've had Hilton sex tapes, we've had Benzema stuck, getting stuck into sex tapes as well because he felt left out. Ari Redknapp's had been in the jungle, Margaret Thatcher, John Major, Tony Blair, Posh and Beck, Scary, Eddie Murphy, Jerry, everyone. The Marvel Universe has seen 23 films. Even Pornhub didn't exist. Not since the release of I'm a Believer by the Monkees. And now we ask, are you a believer? Are we all believers in the newly vamped, ever-progressing England team orchestrated by Gareth Southgate, the man who missed a penalty on the way to England's sorry exit in 96? Is it vindication on a personal level for him and possibly a chance of redemption? Oh, my goodness. Are we ready for it all? Are we ready? Well, I guess we will have to wait till Sunday night to find out when England play the mighty Italians at a sold out Wembley Stadium. It promises to be a fantastic encounter, one for the ages and not one for the faint hearted. Now, much has happened in the last three weeks. We've had Gaelic crumble and Germans humbled, Ericsson death fears to Morata death threats, dismal Turks and racist Austrians. And, well, a whole heap of amazing football to go with that as well. So on today's show, apart from previewing the final itself, we'll also be discussing our favourite moments, best goals, and what we all have to look forward to in the coming year or so before the next World Cup in 2022 in Qatar. But, mate, there's only one place to start, of course, and that is Luis Enrique's cargo pants. All right. Mate. Mate, they were a lovely time. They were, I mean, I don't think you can rub your thighs in those cargo pants, can you? Like, because they retail for something in the region of a thousand euros, I believe. Something like that. Your hands would get lost if you started trying to rub them, I reckon. Lost in those pockets. Aren't they like Valenciaga or something really pretentious like that? And I I believe. Uh, Yeah. So, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. They're very, they're, they're sort of rich, rich, richy pants. Mate, so, you, and yeah. I, you and I, at no point in our lives, have worn or are going to wear a thousand mm-hmm. euro trousers. It's just not going to happen. Even if either of us were to win the lottery tomorrow, 
we just wouldn't invest in a thousand pound trousers. We wouldn't do it. What if we, what if we dress as Julia Roberts? You know, might <laughs> we be able to have a chance to snag someone's credit card, get into those shops, rub yourself up against one of those trousers and then leave? Mate, you've revealed that? a lot about yourself right there. Thanks. But, Thanks. <laughs> yeah. But to all those I, young listeners out there, nah. Yeah, that was the problem. It was the reference to yeah. pretty woman. Oh, there's a toilet flushing in the background. Um, Hang on a second. You you know about it, so that's a that's a, a damnation on you as yes, well. So that, that there is. You go. I have I have seen YouTube highlights <laughs> of the movie Pretty Woman. Anyway, fine, fine. My, my fine. point being that if you had a thousand pound pants, you wouldn't rub them. You you just wouldn't like. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be able to go out in them because I know that I'd damage them in some form or fashion. Um, do you not think they exactly do a thousand would, pound but... pants in our size? I don't think they do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's good. You mean to be able to hold what massive jewels we have in there? Exactly. Yeah. So, yes, there you go. But poor old Luis Enrique. Uh, well, I mean, he did all right, didn't he, with those cargo pants? He did but he switched to jeans. But, uh, he did. He's... Big he disappointment the jeans there. for the semi. I know. Yeah, I, f- yeah. I felt like he was progressing. He was going cargo jeans, and then he would have gone some kind of soft linen thing if he'd made it to the final. Maybe he thought he was in danger with the semi coming. No, he, to no, be he was already. To, uh, he was already right uh, into the semi. He was right into the semi. So he got the wrong. They almost have got the wrong trousers then completely, because surely being in a semi, you know, you'd be you'd be wanting to get the right trousers on. But mate. It wasn't only Luis Enrique who was having a semi. Uh, it was... Uh, the whole of England had a semi. Whole, 60, million, 60 million England fans in England, plus, of course, all the other ones overseas, like yourself and myself as well. So the millions abroad, uh, <laughs> loving that semi, getting through that semi and moving on to bigger and even greater things, uh, which, of course, is the final at Wembley in a tournament that almost feels like a bit of a home tournament, really, isn't it? But technically, obviously, it was not. It's uh, this platiny dreamscape thing. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's the final nonetheless. So, uh, it's, uh, and that's what we're here to talk about, isn't it, really? We're here to talk about football, I reckons. Footballs. Yeah, we should so, move on from cargo pants and semis. Because there's plenty of time to be able to do cargo plants, plants and cargo semis plants. at another time. Mate, it's England versus Italy. Look, I'll just go straight straight into it, mate. It's uh, uh, now, uh, as, as some of you, as many of you may very well know, as Dave, obviously, you know as well, uh, I am uh, leaning towards that Portuguese side. So in 2016, I had this experience myself being in a final and then taking home the trophy. It was a very, very special moment for me. And uh, I've been walking around uh, uh, the last few days sort of thinking all sorts of stuff like, I don't think you really know how good it is until you try it. You know, you know what they say. And uh, and for a whole generation of English folk, anyone who's anything older than 45 years old, never experienced uh, anything of, of the like. It's been 55 years, obviously, uh, uh, since England have been in a uh, major tournament final. So no, not many English people would have experienced this at all. How does it feel to be in the final? Bloody weird. Major tournament. I mean, really, I genuinely don't know how to feel, what to think, really what to do with myself. It's mate, it's it's really, really strange because I'm used to 
like i mean what are this what are the scenarios so my first my first world cup my first real kind of football viewing experience was world cup 1990 like my first memories of football are yeah uh, i don't even particularly remember the group stage but the the first kind of real key memory i have is the david platt winner against belgium and beautiful like, oh, I, oh, on a half turn but oh. i grew up I grew up in a cricket family, right? So my mom doesn't like sport at all in any way, shape or form. And my dad's, uh, and neither does my mom's family really. And my dad is um, from a cricket family. So it's all about cricket, like maybe a bit of rugby here and there, but mostly cricket. So no one in my family liked football. My younger brother mm. at the time would have, I mean, in 1990, I was eight. So my younger brother was like four, like barely able to do sentences. Not that much has changed. Um, <laughs> but but I remember Lovely. like not being allowed to watch it. But I had a, a a TV in my room, and I remember turning the volume all the way down so I couldn't be heard, and like literally watching it with all the lights turned off under the covers, and oh, like and David classic. David Blatt scoring. I remember the Cameroon quarter Cameroon final. Roger. We, what a what a match that was amazing amazing what an amazing amazing game i mean and that that is um the performances of lineker and gaza in that tournament is pretty much why i'm a tottenham fan because you know like mm. that that england that england um experience was like so great i mean we obviously lost the semi um in in 1990 but anyway let's not get into why i support support tottenham but okay so england 1990 my first experience well, i mean well i think it is for a lot of people my age but yep. like you're going to say glorious failure glorious failure right was what we had in 1990 92 yep. was we went out in the group stage pretty horrible 94 we didn't yep. qualify 96 we lost to the germans more glorious failure 98 <laughs> glorious failure 2000 ugh, going out in the group stage 2002 uh, that was that weird period with sven where we like we got to the quarterfinal all the time and it was neither horrible desperate you know, it wasn't like going out in the group stage was, ignominy, right? That was South it, Korea and Japan, wasn't it? So it was South Korea and uh, Japan, and yeah, we yeah. lost to Brazil in the quarter. Was it the quarter? I'm pretty sure it was a quarter final. Yes, it was. Yeah, Ronaldinho, David Seaman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they were the better team than us, really. I mean, and they went on to win yeah. the whole thing. So we had this run with Sven. I think we got to three quarterfinals in a row. And you'd probably say only uh, the World Cup in, in 2006 did you feel like they'd really underachieved with you know, mm. really stamping on Carvalho's balls. Yep. But, all right. And then, and then <laughs> 2008, we didn't even qualify. 2010 was horrible, getting spanked by that German team in, in 2010 oh. under Capello. 2012, oh. Roy's boys came in. That was fairly turgid and nasty. 2014 to get out the group stage. 2016, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse, we lost to Iceland. Like, so that's been my England supporting experience. I've had three modes glorious failure. Yep. Like turgid, embarrassing nastiness. And then a lot three, of that. And then three quarterfinals in a row with Sven. Like that's yep. kind of what. I've, so this, which is a final, but mate, not only. We got 2018. It, so 2018 was. All right. But you that's, know, that's was, the yeah. same era. I'm putting all of that okay, in, the, yep. in the same in, in the same thing. So fair enough. Fair know, enough. Yep. Gorgeous, glorious Gareth. Like the unexpected savior of the world like we'll we'll get into detail about how magnificent a human being gareth southgate is in a minute but it's not what everyone was saying after the first three games of the group stage but anyway hey, keep going hey, let's not look at mine and yours uh, uh messenger conversations post the scotland game <laughs> let's not right. look at that let's, let's not hold Fair that up in front of anyone um 
we were behind Gareth all the way. Um, but Gareth, Gareth, you're not the one. Yeah. But anyway, keep going. Yeah. But, but this this team, this like I don't know what do you want to call it, this era, this administration, this this group that that he has formed. It's like, mate, not only are they winning, and I'm not going to tell you that they're winning playing glorious football. They're, they're not. They play pretty good football. But this, them as human beings, like, I mean, there is no, like, uber nasty, horrible, like, I mean, let me take back to the Sven era. Like, who was it who went on holiday with Frank Lampard and invented this sexual maneuver where, like... Oh. God. What was yeah. that even called? It had a name. Let's try not to remember it. But it was Frank That's Lampard not. and Rio Ferdinand, wasn't it? And they went on holiday and they took nasty videos. Yeah. And, uh, Bar- and, Barocca, Barocca. So, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It, then, wasn't, it wasn't very good. Yeah. Then there was Baden Baden and all the rumors about Carragher and Te- I mean, John Terry, mate. At one point, England captain was John <laughs> Terry, who I believe like slept with his left back's wife. Um, yeah, said Wayne hor- Bridge. Yeah, said horrible racist things to his England centre back part, centre back partner's younger brother. Um, he had a mother who was a kleptomaniac. Uh, he got involved in some scandal where he was giving away tickets for his England box as his captain. His dad was a coke dealer, like, and he was the England captain. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it was. Like compare that oh, to Harry yeah. Kane now. Can you imagine Harry Kane there being a headline? You know, Kate Kate Kane steals steals bags of shopping from Tesco's while selling coke in the in the car park. Like it's it's just not going to happen. So not only are they are they winning, but they're winning in spite of all of my personal hang-ups on everything. Like there was a, a moment um, which I'm a little embarrassed to admit during the Denmark semi-final. Right. So the, de- mm. the, the the thing I would say would characterize this whole England journey, even the 2018 World Cup, is like Gareth is a little bit like in the background going, calm down, just calm down. And yep. me and the rest of the fans and everyone else were at the forefront, shitting our pants, like panicking at every available because we've been through so much. Right. Yep. But there, there's this there's this moment there where Darmsgaard scores the goal. Mm. Right. And, and he's this, saying, calm down to everyone because Luke Shaw gives the ball away or something. I can't remember. Or, well, or Pickers Sterling went nuts. It. Oh, Pickers, Pickers nuts. yeah. yeah. Another strike, yeah. <laughs> Get Pickers, the rave Pickers. on. Ah, I had enough. Pickers was one of us fans. <laughs> like, Pickers really <laughs> hadn't got the memo. <laughs> like, at all. But, like, he went nuts. And then Sterling had that chance. I think it was about 40 seconds before the equaliser where Sterling yes. had that chance. And yep. as good as glo- uh, and as glorious as Raheem Sterling has been during this tournament, he does have a, a, li- a history littered with misses. Like yep. even, even in last year's Champions League against Lyon in that quarterfinal, he had an absolute howler. Were, anyway. But were you, were you nervous though? Because I wasn't. Uh, again, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it on with a sort of Pre, half pre-game? hat on. No, no, no. Uh, when, when, when Sterling missed that. When Sterling that missed that. Moment, so the fact yeah, that Darmstadt had scored and Sterling missed it, I was so upset. I was mm, literally, like, I, I was like, because for me, it was like, it doesn't matter what we bloody do. This narrative keeps coming back at us. 
Like, but it's so funny because the way I saw it was I could see the game from a very different from very different eyes. I think I wasn't again not looking at it from like like 100% fan eyes the way I could see it was England were growing into it and it was only a matter of time before they scored and the fact that they scored sort of you know like you said 50-60 seconds after that goal came as very little surprise to, to me to be totally honest I thought that they dominated they did really well it was an England side that I have I don't recognize really. It's difficult to 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 put your stamp on it as well and to try to understand why it is that people should be fearing England because I think a lot of people have gone into games going they think that they're going to win it. You know, Ukraine, I, I reckon that's the mentality that they went into uh, uh, with the game. They think they can win it. They're not going to, okay? They're, they, they're going to muck it up. England are going to, they always do muck it up. Denmark as well, they were super confident. Like, no, no, you know, England are there for the taking. But there's something to be, there is something to be feared with England. But I can't quite put my, put my finger on it. What is it that is to be feared of England? Is it their mean defense? Is it their their stellar attack? But their stellar attack hasn't been scoring that many goals, you know? Okay, Ukraine aside, uh, uh, they they haven't scored, you know, that that many and haven't looked like they're going to score that many. Yet in the Denmark game, I, I thought that they was were playing really, really well. And, uh, and it felt to me like that they were going to score at any moment. So I, I wasn't nervous. I mean, it's interesting to hear that you were, um, but I, mean, uh, I wasn't. Because, I mean, I was because of fucking narrative. History. Right. Yeah, of, history. Of history. Yeah. And for me, when Sterling missed that chance, which is like, you can credit Schmeichel with a pretty good save, but Still, if Sterling actually looks up and sees where the keeper is and goes to either side of him, yeah, it's, either side, it's, yeah, it's, it's a goal. Yeah. And and to me, it was like for, the thing that I'm really, really super aware of is there is going to be the 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 or like maybe it won't happen, but it feels like there's going to be the moment of oh, if only like so. Um, mm. It's it hasn't the, happened yet, right? So that's the, the weirdness. It's the it's the Pierce's penalty in in 1990, which the goalkeeper doesn't guess the right way, but it hits his trailing foot. It's mm. Anderton hitting the post in in the extra time. Yes, Gaza's stretch where he doesn't quite make it. Lampard's goal that went across the line but w- was never counted. Uh, Beckham yeah. slip for the for the penalty. Um, Mate, I'll, I'll go back one even further because I'm a little bit older than you. Gary Lineker at the back post, possibly making it two all against Argentina Maradona in the quarterfinal. using his hand to put the ball in the net. Like, there you go. You know, like, I mean. And to me, when Sterling, when Sterling missed that, and also it, it was for me, I felt that Pickford should have saved the free kick. I know that there's, 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 there's kind of two schools of thought on it. It's either like Pickford's an absolute joke, he should have saved it, or... Like it's an absolute worldie. There's nothing Pickford could have done about it. But well, I don't. Even, I sit. It, I sit it, it, a little bit more towards the the first. But but for, for me, like a world class, like Schmeichel would have tipped that onto the bar. Like I don't think it's like anything particularly to hold against Pickford. I think you know he's not a Champions League level goalkeeper. He's a Premier League level goalkeeper, which is you know which is which is fine. But for me, there's just a like, and then Pickford doesn't make that save and then Schmeichel does make the save at the other end and it was just felt like oh mm. this is this is where we're gonna lose on the fact that well, the, like the Pickford thing is is very interesting because like he gets a fingertip to it right so but getting a fingertip to it means that you you haven't positioned yourself properly to be able to get to it properly right but we've got to 
sort of get it, give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. He is the professional here. He is the guy who does this day in, day out. He is the person who practices these things all the time. He probably stands in that position nine times out of 10 against any other player whenever a free kick is being taken like that when he's actually put the wall in the place that he's he's put it in. That's the position he, he would go in. And if you give it to him nine times out of 10, he wouldn't have changed his position either time. So we have to I don't, credit the, I don't think, the, the, yeah, the velocity I think, of, of, of the ball coming through i think uh, uh, yes you know, quite, quite a bit yes i mean it's a great strike but i i think that he moves half a second too late like like, like uh, yeah yeah for me <sighs> such fine margins i think with those ones right i mean yeah and i i don't want to i don't yeah, want to yeah. criticize pickford like but he's not an elite level goalkeeper for me like he's a okay. very 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 good goalkeeper like, yeah, yeah, no, I get and, and, no, and he's mate. the best goalkeeper that we have available. And I would Can, have, even with uh, Henderson and uh, Pope. Pope Pope fit, I still would have chosen Pickford because I think he is by far our best keeper in terms of distribution. He had an off night against Denmark, yeah. but like yeah. with his feet, I think he's actually very, very good. Very confident. Yeah, yeah. I just think as a can we talk? Stopper, can we? Can we talk for a second about his his dive to try and get it? Now, Mark, my son, who uh, for viewers who don't know, he's uh, seven years old. He actually laughed and went, "How come the keeper didn't get it?" He's seven, yeah, and uh, and and he said, "Dad, Dad, I'm gonna do it." He got on the sofa and I videoed him doing slow motions dives, just like Pickford did, because we just went backwards just to replay the dive, and we were like. Dive to get the ball. What's up with the dramatics in his dive? Have you every single time he dives for balls, it feels like he's trying to do a Superman or something, and he knows full well that he's not going to get the ball. I mean, it is quite funny. Possibly he does. He does like he likes to rave and he likes to dive. Yeah, Um, there you go. Okay, fair enough. Let's not talk about diving too much, shall we? Let um, unless oh no, mate, let's get into that. I'm I'm all ready for this. I'm already for this um, anti, anti-sterling, anti-diving, like, so the, let me say, like, say this up front. I've watched that penalty, penalty air quotes uh, yeah. several times before. And for me, every single time I've seen it, like, so when it happened at full speed, mm. I was jumping up and down saying penalty, penalty, because, because not because like, you know, half of me it was because I just wanted him to award a penalty, but the, the yeah. other half, but you know, also like when you legitimately think it is, you give it a bigger, bigger shout from yeah. the first replay. And I've seen, I know I must've seen 15 to 20 replay. It's not a pen. It is, it is not a penalty. There is, right. I don't think he's touched. If he is touched, it's a tiny minimum. I think he's on his way down. I would say a couple of things. The, 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 the Danish defending is silly. Like they, yeah. why they go across him, like, cause you know, whether they touched him or not, especially Mailer tries to touch him and like mm. what he's trying to touch him for in that situation. I don't know. Like, how is that going to go? Right. You're nowhere near the ball, but, yep. but, but for me, it, it, it's not a penalty, but like we've been saying for how many years that like England are not streetwise enough that we, we don't go down like, and every other nation does yep. that. Every single Fair one, enough. Like, even enough. even doesn't make ones, it right. Doesn't, doesn't make, make it right. Uh, it doesn't make but, it right. But it's not yeah, on yeah. the shoulders of us as the English 
to like have this extra level of moral integrity where we win but we do it like fuck off no one else does that it's just and a I, shame it was done against denmark it would have been nicer if it'd been done yes, against the italian the spanish the french the the portuguese like, even if, you know it if, would have been if like Raheem you know sterling, have if Raheem some of that. sterling gets the ball <laughs> and goes in between chiellini and Bonucci and, and Bonucci, yeah. dives to win a penalty chiellini will applaud him <laughs> it'll go a nice dive it's a very nice one it's a very nice one i like it like and then when much. the ref gives it he'll be in the ref's face like no one's business oh chiellini mate and then we'll talk be, about him he'll be bear hugging bear hugging harry kane <laughs> lifting him up <laughs> as, a tr- as a way of trying to put him off my goodness but mate i was i was actually on on the radio this morning for for um uh, uh vision australia here and they asked me the same question as well a b- little bit of a suspect penalty there what you think jason you know and i i said to him straight up you know and uh, you know with the same sort of thing that it's happened to england many many a time but the the issue there is that if you and it, it, this is the letter of the law, if you give the the the, the referee a decision to make, and the, the referee makes a decision, it goes to VAR. There isn't, there's no obvious error because there's contact when he goes down. It's a penalty, and that's how it is nowadays. Like it or lump it, whether he goes down whilst he's diving, whatever, they're under the microscope of VAR now, where if the referee gives it and there is any hint of any kind of contact, whether he's going down beforehand or not, the only time that it could actually be overturned is if they ask the referee to go and have a look himself, right? Then there's more of a chance that the ref might go, all right, I reckon he's actually fallen first, right? But if in the VAR booth, they turn around and they go, no, mate, you've got it right. There is contact. It's a penalty. Then that's it. You know, it's, they're, they're not going to say it's a clear and obvious error and uh, and and you're free to go and, and, and have the mate. penalty on that. So it's the way it is, I'm afraid. Diego, Diego Simeone, 1998. He goes thundering into the back of David Beckham deliberately on mm-hmm. halfway line to stop a counterattack. Yep. Beckham flicks him with his toe. Flicks it, yes. flicks at him. Simeone goes down as if he's been shot by the same sniper. It must have hurt Simeone so much. Poor Simeone. He's got a fucking shin pad on. He's fine. He gets flicked with a predator. He goes down as if he's been shot by the same sniper that later shot Chiro Immobile in the quarterfinal against against Belgium. And, And but then, but you know what we had to listen to afterwards was. Well, you can't really be angry at Simeone there. He's he's you know within the within the letter of the law, what Beckham has done is is a red card. Simeone's been very smart. Simeone's been very clever. Sim, like why can't Raheem Sterling be clever and smart? Why can't Harry Kane when he goes down for a for a free kick be clever and smart and streetwise? You want to eliminate that from football, FIFA. That's your job. It's it's not Raheem Sterling's job. You know, to 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 after remember. years and years of having to go through all of this, we've decided as an as the English nation people, if you can't beat them, join them, right? Because well, we've been harping mate. on for years about eliminating all this diving luck, all these foreigners who come over and start all the Zolas and the Vialis and the you know the Ravanellis and you know who dive everywhere, uh, the Cristiano Ronaldos. Thank you. Cut that out. Thank you. Cut that out, please. And the refs are very good at quickly cutting it out, especially because the crowd don't like it as well. So 
you've got this on one side, you know, and then on the other side, you're kind of going, well, hang on a second. We also want a bloody win as well. So uh, yeah, I guess what? Winning. Yeah, but you know, do you know what? We've yeah. been, we've actually been embracing this, this way for a while. Look at Owen in 2002, that yeah. in the game that against terrible. Argentina, against Pochettino, right? It absolutely. Everyone, everyone just took a quick sip of their beer after he jumped out. They're just like, yep, that's uh, us, yep, that's a penalty. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. We'll take that. Complete, complete penalty. Like, I think Pochettino's still upset about it to this day, isn't he? Like, he's still... Anyway. Yeah. Wouldn't be so, surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. I'm, I am here to tell you that we don't care. I Pen look, or no look, pen, I, we won the game. It, it, if it makes you, know, you feel any better, I was quite confident that England were going to win it on penalties anyway or during extra time I thought that they were going to be able to yes. do it I mean the yeah, Danes we were... were on the Danes were so smashed um, mate can we move on to uh, 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 Jack Grealish being taken off because uh, I thought it was really brave of Southgate to do so because he could have taken off yeah he could have taken off Sterling he could have taken off like a whole bunch of other players who were there even Kane as well he could have you know moved Foden into a central false nine and he could have you know there was all sorts of stuff he could have done mount but like unbelievable it was completely the right decision because actually I was was watching I was watching Grealish and I love Grealish man I love him I yep. love that cheeky glint in his eye. Yeah, I, yeah. I love the I love the way that he invites people to foul him. I love yep. the way that his socks are down his ankles. I love the way yep. that him and Bukayo Saka tried to chat up some girls after the game, lying on the tarpaulin <laughs> trying to get their phone off. I oh, love dear. Jackie Grealish, mate. I love him. But I'll tell you this now: watch him. Like if he comes on in the in the final, watch him. He doesn't track back. Like in no. actually, in actually, if you watch the Denmark game, you can see him going, "I should be running back." Where that that way? Okay, yeah, I'll do it. I'll run back. <laughs> like he didn't know what to do when he gets there. Like he's yep. like no idea. And also, he's really positionally ill-disciplined. If you look, if you look in the run-up to the to the penalty, right, Grealish has mm-hmm. been brought on to play left-hand side. Foden has has come on at the beginning of extra time, right? So the yep. the three behind Kane should have been Grealish in the middle. Sorry, Grealish on the left, Foden on the middle, Sterling on the right. That's what it should have been. Yep. But if you yep. look at it, when when Sterling makes that run, Grealish is just behind him. And 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 you can see Foden like looking at Grealish as if to say, you're not supposed to be over there on the right, right? Mm. Ster- Sterling is clearly there on, on the right. I should be going to join him to double up if anyone, not you coming yeah, from yeah, all the yeah. way over the left. No, he roams, he roams. He has no, no discipline, does he? No, so, he has no discipline. Kind of- and if you decided that, you know, you want to, you want to um, not so much keep the ball because obviously Grealish can keep the ball and attract fouls and those things. But if you want to have shape and, and discipline, he was absolutely the right player to take off. And that's also why he yeah. doesn't start because he's great when the game is stretched in the last 10, 15 minutes and you need that yep. little bit of extra skill or whatever. But yep. in this English, like in Villa, you can make allowances for him because he's their only player who plays that. Like he's allowed a free roam. Someone's going to cover. For, but in England, that's, it's not the situation. So I thought, I thought it's just more evidence of the fact that Southgate has the balls to do it yeah. his way 
to make the right decision and it was and i think Grealish understood it was the right decision like because like, yeah, i haven't yeah. seen him going off or what like going mental or or anything like that it's a bit a bit nerve-wracking uh, moving to a back three and inviting the danes to come on um, to you with I, 15 I like, minutes to go or uh... i liked having trips on i like having trips on like someone who's you got been, something for trips don't you, you I've, I, i've always loved trips and he spent two years at the diego simeone school of shithousery and defending And, gotta love and it. Like, that's who you gotta, gotta love it. You gotta bring him on, like, mate. Yeah. Trips, I feel, is there almost as a consultant in in like how to be an absolute fucker. Like, oh dear. I should I should imagine <laughs> like you know during the England camp they do their training they do the drills in the morning they do their yoga and whatever and then they have this afternoon session which is trips passes on shit house tips that he's picked up at Atletico Madrid and like you know trips teaching them like okay this is how you fumble a throw in. Right, you make it look like you've legitimately dropped the ball, but you haven't. You've let it roll down there. There's another 20 seconds, 20 seconds Beautiful. wasted. <laughs> like, so no, I felt very All good right. to see trips come on. I was Mate, no, it was. I think I think at the end of the day, it was a, a a fantastic game as well, and with the emotions were so high on both sides as well. I mean, when the Danes scored, I thought it was. I thought the one thing that has really got me about this Euros is is the the crowd, and I I know it's like this every time. I know that everybody just goes completely bananas every single time we have a, a major tournament, and we see it in the crowd. We see it how nuts it is. But I think that there's something, yeah, really special about this one, and and watching the Danish the Danish supporters go mental at that free kick you know, when they, when they score it, it was wonderful. It was beautiful. It was fantastic. It was pure theater. It really, really was. And then to see England also, you know, score and, you know, the crowd go mad. It's just, it's just been absolutely well, mate, wonderful. It's because, it's, really it's, because, good. it's because people like you and I have had to watch a year and a half of football with no fans. Like, yeah, yeah, we've, we've, yeah, no, we've, you're right. You know, yeah. we've really been through it and, And like I remember for the for the FA Cup final for Chelsea Leic Chelsea Leicester where they let in like I think ten thousand, and I remember yeah, like yeah. sitting and watching on the TV and going, oh it's so amazing to have real sound. It's so good. Oh can my you, goodness, mate! Can you imagine in 2018 watching a game in Wembley with only ten thousand people in it? We were like, what the fuck is this? But like now it's joyful. Like the the games in Budapest, the games in Copenhagen where you had the big full stands. Like, and then these Wembley games that like, we're full, yeah. you know, it looks like the stadium's full. And I feel like the fans are making noise for, for three times as many people as it actually, it, it's just, it's like a joyous celebration of human No, it's great. Copenhagen was great. Budapest was great. Um, I think even Stadio Olimpico, which is like a bit farther further away, it's got the track and everything. It's not as great, but still had a had that kind of Italian cheering sound. Amsterdam you know how good. different it is. Amsterdam was good. It was. I mean, there were some great ones. Baku really was great. Shit. Like Baku oh, was. Can we not? We're not going to talk about how crap Baku was. I hope that we never ever hear the word Baku ever again. I'm sorry to. Fair all the people who live there, all the people who live there and everything. And, and you know, I'm sure that there are wonderful people there, but not in a football context ever again. That was just I, there's all sorts of wrong going on there. And UEFA really need to have a good, hard look at themselves, quite frankly. But I think they do have a good, hard look at themselves every day in the mirror when they wake up, probably with their pants pulled down and, you know, checking out how happy they are. Um, but anyway, no one seems to be able to do anything about it. But someone should go in there with a wooden ruler, do a bit of slapping. 
All right, mate. Um, can we move on, please? I know there's all this talk about wooden hey. rulers and, and naked people. It's just ridiculous. All right. Let's should we should we take it. a break and then right. come back with whatever next bit you're gonna do? Like we should insert some kind of uh audio <laughs> break. Sounds like a time. plan, Stan. Sounds all like right. a plan. We'll be right back after these. I was wrong. It's still bad dick jokes. And welcome back to Batu of Born Offside on this very special occasion, the eve before the final uh, of the European Championships 2020-2021, whatever you want to call them, uh, uh, played in 2021. Obviously, mate, it's uh, it England versus Italy. I'd like to go through. Uh, I just, just want to put put a, reel off a couple of names for you, okay? And I'm just going to put these names straight out here. Good boy, Saka, lovely, lovely man, Mount, a caring, lovely cane. man, Mount. He's done well for himself. Phillips, what a lovely boy. Maguire's turning out just proper. Isn't he great? But uh, record scratch here. Here we go. On the other side of the fence, we have Verratti, Chiellini. Barella, Di Lorenzo, Donnarumma, mate, these guys, these guys are dirty, dirty, horrible, nasty pieces. Mate, if there's any team in the world that you do not want to be facing to win this, I'm I'm sorry, it's got to be this Italian squad. I mean, stick Jorginho in the middle there as well. I mean, look at his penalty against Spain. Look at that penalty. Well, that was horrible. That was so... It was insulting. It, it was it horrible. Really was. It was just like, don't do that. That is just... It, it was, it was, you know, shades of of uh, of Pirlo uh, against England. You know, uh, it's just like, you know, don't panenka people. It, this isn't a panenka. This is just it wasn't like even a panenka. Get it's on the thing floor. That Bruno Fernandez does as well. It does as well. Yeah, like the hop and the skip and the jump, and then I'm just going to roll it the slowest it ever possibly could into the opposite corner from where you jumped. It's just, it's a, a horrible way to do it. Obviously, the Italians, you know love that kind of stuff and if we're going to talk a shithousery mate can we start with Chiellini uh with uh Jordi Albert what what happened there mate what what happened mate I I love and a little bit hate but mostly love Giorgio Chiellini like I think I think he's a fantastic like so I mean what happened in the semi-final was that it got to penalties and Mm. like Chiellini's all like, I don't know, just decided to be completely, ah, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm happy. You're happy. It's a party. We'll have some penalties. Who cares? And then they go up for the the coin toss. And I'm not sure how it happened. But to my mind, what happened was the the coin goes up. Jordi Alba calls it. He calls it correctly. It lands on the floor. Right, the ref says to says to Alba, which end do you want? Alba points to the end with the Spanish fans, and Kilini goes, "No, this one." <laughs> and and Alba's like, 
what? what? What's going on with this mental nutbag? And Chiellini goes, you liar, this one. <laughs> and then somehow it ended up at the Italy end. And I didn't understand it at all. Like, the way I, I understood it, or the way I read about it anyway, the way I heard about it was that he, 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 they, they tossed a coin. Jordi Alba picked the Italian side by mistake. He won. He won the, the first coin toss. So it was two coin tosses, right? right one, one for, for which the... end and one for the who kicks first, right? Yeah. So they, they toss the first coin. Jordi Alba mistakenly chooses the Italian side. So he, and gets, then he, he goes, gets the coin toss wrong. But no, he gets he... the coin toss right. He wins the coin toss, Jordi Alba. But so he points chooses, to the wrong end. Gotcha. Points to the wrong end. And then goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I got the wrong end. I got the wrong end. And, Chia- and then Chiellini just decided to go, nah, no, we're not going to change it, mate. You <laughs> you picked that side. You're good. Come on. You've done it. No, you can't go back. Come on. You can't do that. Come on. And he went on for so long that the ref... I think it's a very awkward situation here. The ref just went, all right, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll throw again. And the second time they did it, Chiellini won. And Chiellini went, thanks, Italian side. Thank you. We'll do that. Jordi Alba's like, by this time, he's screwing. And then they went, okay, we have to chuck it the second time to see who can takes the shot first. And he throws the coin in the air and Chiellini wins it again. So Chiellini gets to choose to go first on the penalty toss as well. So I, I think that's very unfair. I think that they should really think carefully about this because the advantage is, mass, is massive. First of all, they should have it so that the Jordi Alba picks it first or Chiellini picks it first and they pick one way or the other. So you're allowed to pick which side you want. If you win the coin toss, you can pick. Do you want the, the, the side where all your fans are or do you want to go first? Yeah, that's what I think they should pick because you can't have one side winning both those you have to make it as fair as possible so what's more advantageous to have the fans behind you or to go first and we all know yeah, that going first one... is that, that you know 70 percent chance that you're going to win right so that's the yeah. that's those like are the it's stats. like when you when you kick off there's a coin toss and if you win the coin toss you can choose end or you can choose to have the ball it should be the same correct Right, it should be the yeah. it should be the the, the yeah. same thing. There shouldn't be two coin to- coin tosses, otherwise it's just just unfair. Yeah, double so, jeopardy almost, isn't it? Like you yeah, have, exactly, and that's exactly what happened there all. for yeah for Spain. So, but, but I mean, it's not I, exactly I what happened there, is it? Because Chiellini brought an extra dimension of like, no, you're a liar. <laughs> oh my god, Chiellini, man! Oh man, it's just incredible. I mean, shithousery to a T. I mean, he must be an absolute hero in Italy. Uh, absolute hero. I think it's absolutely yeah. Look, it's 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 all part of the games and shit of it all of it all. And it's you know, in poker, it's all about who's the most relaxed and who has the best poker face. You know, to be able to win. To, but, to but uh, is you it know, all about the, who comes cards. into the poker room laughing, joking, smiling, pinching people on the cheeks? giving people bear hugs, like demeaning people on live television. I've made, I don't watch a lot of poker, but I haven't seen that happen a lot. <laughs> no, it, it, no, absolutely. It does happen. Absolutely. It does happen. And, uh, and those people tend to do very, very well in poker. They don't always win, but they do very well because they give this air of relaxation and, you know, easygoingness. But at the end of the day, bang, you know, they can come hard on you. And then before you know it, you've lost, you, you've lost. So, uh, no, I, I think uh, I think what Chiellini did was was incredible. Um, mate, I'm just going off 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 point here a little bit. Did you did you watch the penalty shootout between Argentina and Colombia? Did you watch? Oh, yes. That? Emiliano um, Martinez. Martinez. And, yeah. On, on um, 
Yerimina uh, in particular. Yerimina, I mean, all of the Colombian all of them. players. No, it was incredible. I haven't heard that because with the with no crowd, you can really hear what the goalkeepers are saying and what everyone is saying. And he is trash talking him all the way to the moment where he kicks the ball. It's unbelievable. And man, I've got Mate. amazing amounts of respect for for uh, Martinez now in a in a completely new way that I never thought I would. I mean, shit housery to a new dimension that was incredible what he did incredible it, 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 it was there was a couple of things from it that stood out for me one was part of the shithousery was as the player was taking it he would he would you know he'd obviously say he was saying pretty horrible things about them but part of yep. his like his vocabulary was look at me look at me which i thought was very smart because you couldn't mm. help but like if I, it was me i would look at him i go what what am i looking at you for? stop it and like, <laughs> you know and that's kind of kind of kind of what happened but then oh, i don't know if, you, if you've seen the whole penalty shootout so uh, have, yes emmy martinez he saves three of them am i, I think yep. right yep. he saves from davison sanchez and he saves from yeri mina and then yeah. and then there's a Colombian guy, and I have to um, you have to excuse me, I don't know his name, but he yep. scores. I, so it must be yes. the Colombian fourth penalty. And yes, and you know, Emmy's giving him the the full yes. the full barrel, but he tucks yes. it, he tucks it in, and then yep. does this like really like ass wiggle in front of his <laughs> little dance. And I was little like, dance in front and of you him. can almost see Martinez on his face, is like, I deserve that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But before that, the trash talking that he was doing was all about the ball. And he was saying, things, I think, I think he was saying something like, that ball's no good, mate. That ball's flat. That ball's no good. You want to use the other ball, the one that the other guy missed with? That's the one you want to use. And the other guy got really pissed off. He was saying, oh, really? Yeah, give me that ball that the other guy missed with. Come on, then. Give me that ball. Come on. Give me that ball. And uh, and there's a little bit of history as well with Yeri Mina doing some dancing as well. I don't know if you heard about that beforehand, but he got well, into in Messi's the, pants, you know, on that one. It Messi was got in all the quarterfinal. Yes, That's I, mean, right. yeah, I think yeah. Yeri Mina is a, a little bit of a trash talk himself. But in the quarterfinal, Colombia came through a penalty shootout, didn't they? And Mina, I think Mina was celebrating before he'd actually scored his pen. And then he did score <laughs> his pen, which is, hey, you, you love Gotta to love it. it. Gotta I love it. I mean, in it, but you'd love to see it. Ah, oh, it's fantastic. All right. Okay. Anyway, we've we've veered a little bit off, but uh, but yeah, let's let's go back to it, uh, England versus Italy. Oh, so anyone uh, who hasn't seen that penalty shootout, it's about a ten minute clip uh, on YouTube, and it is one of those ten minutes that you will not regret watching. So please do go and have a look at that. That's uh, Argentina versus Colombia um, semi final of the Copa America, America penalty shootout. So, uh, mate. The uh, England versus uh, Italy. Should we go uh, uh, talk a little bit about what we think the lineups are going to be? Do you think it's going to be something very similar to what, uh, uh, what for England? We'll start with England. Uh, uh, what they used facing well, Denmark. Do you think it's going to be the four-two-three-one? I think I think it will be similar, and and I think so for this reason. So I think Italy are not going to change, right? If actually, mm. strangely enough, the team with more tactical flexibility, this is difficult for me to even say the team with more tactical flexibility is Doing England. It very well well done is england right uh -huh. weird no but italy have played the yeah. exact same formation whoever they've played they haven't they haven't really had a plan b they've just they've done plan a and sometimes they've yep. like amped up the plan a and sometimes they've said let's relax on the plan but look at the semi-final 
and, yeah. and Spain were much the better team. Yes. And, and yep. the, the thing that gives me a little bit of a crumb of comfort for this final is I think Italy, like England have grown into the tournament, started okay and slowly yep. getting better and probably peaked with the Ukraine game. But like the, definitely the knockout stages, they've been Italy for me have got slightly worse the other way around they've come out all guns blazing and they've kept managed to keep those guns blazing for for a while but for sure italy are not going to play any other way than 4-3-3 so i think england to counter that there has to be three in midfield so i think if you switch the 3-4-3 which they did against Mm -hmm. germany or the 3-4-3 which is in defense is a is a 5-2-3 yeah um you you're not going to gain any tactical advantage because the Italian fullbacks are pushed so high anyway. And then I think the really important thing is that if you play three, four, three slash five, two, three, you've only got two people in the middle and uh, as energetic as Rice and Phillips are like Mm. it, you don't want them outnumbered and you certainly don't want them outnumbered by Jorginho, Verratti and Barella who are Mm. technically more gifted than than them so i would as england play 4-3-3 and i would play mason mount in such a way that he's like on Jorginho whenever um england don't have the ball because just I think, man mark Jorginho. like there was um there was a game with sarri's chelsea where tottenham played chelsea at wembley it's the game where son scores the goal where he he turns on the afterburners, goes past Jorginho, embarrasses David Luiz, and, and David Luiz. That was so corner. funny. It was. <sighs> it, it was very talking of people yep. who had bad semis. Anyway, um, but in that game, Deli Ali, back when he was still a proper professional footballer, Deli oh, Ali, yeah. remember him? Sat yeah. on, sat on, literally sat on Jorginho for the whole game, like, right. he, like, yep. and 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 it, it completely nullified Chelsea. And I'm not saying that if you do that you'll nullify Italy, but you will stop their main way of playing. You'll put a lot of pressure on Verratti, who Verratti's only got 60, 70 minutes in him. Like he's not, he's not mm. ready to play 120 minutes, Verratti. And I think as well as Locatelli and who's the other gentleman, is it not? Vecino? Di Lorenzo? No, no, the other midfielder who's come on. He scored a couple of goals. He scored against Wales. Uh, is it Vecina? Vecino? Um, ah, him and Locatelli have played well, but I don't think that they're anything. They're, I think they're quite workmanlike kind of kind of players. Very capable, but nothing exceptional. And I think, yep. I think you know, I always look at this, mate. I always, especially if you're going with the matched up formations, I always look at it as you know the combined eleven, right? I don't think there's going to be a huge tactical advantage. I don't think Mancini is or Southgate are either like, you know, they're not like Pep or Klopp or someone like that is going to pull some kind of tactical um, thing out of it. So let's look at the, the, the combined 11. Can we do the combined 11? He's not going to stop me. I'm going to do it anyway. So you've yeah, got... Crikey, you're steamrolling it through. Go. Right. So you've got, you've got goalkeeper. I take their goalkeeper. Oh, Donnarumma over... Um, You'd have to. I think Come on. I... Th- yeah, I think Donnarumma has a weakness at his feet. I would really like to see Saka and Sterling press him. Because he's it, so big, isn't he? But uh, Well, and also no, I don't think he's, he's so very good, good at football now. either. But like, yes, he's a, he's a good <laughs> goalkeeper. Um, I think fullbacks with Spinazzola out, you'll take the two England fullbacks. You'll take Shaw and Walker over 
uh, Di Lorenzo. Emerson and Di Lorenzo, and, yep. And, mate, if your family name is Lorenzo, Di Lorenzo, I would call my first child Lorenzo. I would, he would be Lorenzo Di Lorenzo. But anyway. Lorenzo Di Lorenzo. Which one? <laughs> Lorenzo Di Lorenzo. Ah, anyway. prego, Luigi. Ah, grazie. Then centre, then centre backs. You're going to take the two Italian centre backs, but I think it's close, right? Like you know, Chiellini and Bonucci. You take them; they are more experienced. Like they've they've won they've won more, but I think it's it's close. I think Stones and Maguire have been exceptional, but okay, you take the two Italian centre backs. Then let's you go for to, the yeah. for the front threes. You take Kane and Sterling over Immobile and um, whoever. Chiesa. I would take. I would take Kane. And Sterling, yeah, I think in I think Insigne, I think oh. there's a reason. I think there's a reason why Insigne is never left Napoli. Like I think I think he's he's a I love him. I think he's a really good player, but I don't think I think Sterling has also been exceptional this tournament. When he picks the ball up from deep and he runs at people, I think he's he's great. Yeah, then, no, no, okay, I'll give you that. I'll, then, just, just though, because I think Insigne is magical. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, and, but and you're then, saying Chiesa then, because he's he's got that electricity probably, basically about him. Based on the performance in this tournament, you probably take Chiesa. Honestly, if you were building a club team tomorrow, you take Sancho or Foden before you took Chiesa. I think, like mm. you know, which one mm. of them, which one of them would retail on the open market for the most money? Probably Sancho or Foden. But anyway, let's go off the back of this tournament. You'll take. Yep. Take Chiesa probably in that position, which yep. leaves you with the midfield three. And I think Jorginho and Verratti, you don't even come close to not taking those two. No. Maybe Varela. maybe a yeah. fully fit Jordan Henderson two years ago in that Liverpool team, you would take as your as your third one. But he's probably not mm. going to make the 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 English. So it's hella close. I think mm. what do we have? We've got the two fullbacks. Uh, two of the front two. I think we've got five English players and then six the spine, Italian. The spine is all Italian, right? Apart from Kane, uh, you know. But you, if you go yeah. through the middle, Donnarumma, Chiellini, Bonucci, and then Jorginho just in front. That diamond just there. That's so powerful, you know. And um, I don't know. But how do you think the game will go? I so, mean, is it going to be? Are Italy just going to? Pass the hell out of are they gonna do a, a no a, I mean Italy don't pass Piero. the hell out of you. They 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 don't they don't look to keep the ball and pass. they've looked to press. I've watched press, every Italy yeah. game so far and they press especially the first half an hour. They mm. they step right up and they try to press and they try to win the ball back high up the pitch. So it's going to be in behind, basically, that we're going to get the joy. Uh, raking passes by Maguire over the over the top of the uh, of 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 a high yeah. back line, getting getting Saka or Sterling in behind, and then for Kane or Mount to come in through the middle and tap in, or Sterling on the on the you know, yeah yeah. So for that's the reason I would play Sterling and one of Saka or Sancho, like like Kane's like. So Sterling, or oh, the, the own goal for against Denmark, where Kane dropped into that beautiful pocket, picked it up, yeah, turned around, played Saka's a fantastic made, made pass through to Saka, like he's going through treacle. Yeah, it's just what beautiful, beautiful run by Saka. That kind of stuff, but way, way deeper, basically. So yeah. they've got the press. The press is coming down. It's pushing down a lot onto Pickford. When probably even looking at a Pickford assist, maybe even route one kind of stuff. Who knows? Possibly. That kind of thing, basically. I think. Um, I, I also made, like, this is probably an absolute pipe dream and I'm delirious. But I have this feeling that if England 
if England get it right, Italy could be blitzed. Like a, like a, like. No, don't say that. Don't no, no, say no, no, that. No, no, oh like, my God. Because no, like I'm going to say, oh dear. All right. No, no, okay. no, no. But like, you know how sometimes in the Premier League, and 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 these big <laughs> these big teams they have a fifteen minutes but Liverpool do it a lot. Yeah, yeah I know season, what you mean. They have a fifteen minute spell where they score two yeah. or sometimes bang, three bang, bang, and they two, kill three. the game. Yeah, 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 I just have a feeling that England have been trying to do that. They they tried to do it against Croatia. They they hit the post in the first fifteen minutes. Did and it didn't work? They they did it against the Ukraine for the first fifteen minutes, and I just. I almost feel like the only way England are going to win is to have 15 minutes somewhere in the game where they catch Italy flat-footed. Like, and they're like, okay. they do, they do a, because if it's a turgid, I, um... turgid difficult, <laughs> I mean, if Italy get one nil up with 30 minutes left, we've lost. Like that 30 minutes, the ball will be in play for four of those minutes. Like, yeah. it'll be... No, it'll no, be oh, it'll be horrible. It'll be absolutely horrible. Mate, here's another horrible scenario. Uh, Chiesa scores a hat-trick in the first half, you know, and Italy go into half-time 3-0 up. I mean... I don't... I don't... I think this England team won't allow that to... Like, I think... Really? Let, you don't think John think Stones it, will slip on the ball? You don't oh, think no, we he'll... Could, we could yeah. definitely let him... You don't in, think Pickford will slash at one and it'll just go off the outside of his get the rave on boot and, and Walker, slide into Walker, the Sten, you know Walker Stone uh, Maguire Pickford even Shaw all have a rick in them they all they do. really do but I they think only one do. I don't think they'll have three ricks one them. between the four of them all right okay 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 well let's just not hope it's like within I would Mate, say I'd say like, if it's early if it's early then it's okay like if it's two three four five even seven ten minutes it's okay but i think 15 minutes in 20 minutes in making a mistake like that once the game has just sort of started to settle down and make a mistake like that and then suddenly england are finding themselves needing to press with with the italians just dropping straight back and just hitting them on the break with with insigne cutting in from the left like he does you know that beautiful goal that he scored you know i mean yeah. Mate, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm very fearful. I'm sorry. I am so fearful for England in this final. And I, I, it would be so sad because I'm, well, you know what? You know, I, I know that I keep harping on about my Portuguese stuff and everything. I bought my I bought my son an England shirt today. I bought my, my son and daughter England scarves. We're getting up at 4.30 in the morning on Monday morning, the day that they have to go back to school, back to term three, right? Their first day back and they're going to be getting up with me to watch this match and I'm going to work afterwards. And mate, I've been blaring out footballs coming home out of the car mate, with the windows down. No, come on. My kids are like way too young for that. Stop it. Um, hey, there's no swearing in Vindaloo. I know. I'm just kidding. But like, uh, no, it's good enough to just I've, go with the coming home. It's coming home song. And, I've, in uh, I've, introduced anyway. my other, I've introduced my other half to the Vindaloo song. And she loves the lyric. Uh, Can I introduce you, please, to a lump of cheddar cheese? Like, <laughs> like it's it's a fantastic, uh, fantastic Fantastic. Why we go there? Oh, why we go there? Stop it. Come on. It's enough of the cheddar cheese. Oh, you English, you have your cheddar cheese. Right, mate, don't knock cheddar. Don't, I mean, <laughs> Fair they've, got, they've got mozzarella, they've got burrata, superior cheeses, and great midfielders, the, the pair of them. But cheddar is a great, mate, cheddar is a really, cheddar is the Calvin Phillips of cheeses. 
desperately <laughs> underappreciated, mild, but with a sturdy, like hearty feeling to it. No, it's um, all right. Fair enough. Well, why are we on cheeses against the Italian? We're not going to win there, are we? No. Um, the other thing that I would say, though, mate, is if it goes deep, I fancy like England off the bench, like Italy have actually they've got a very together squad and they've they've brought people up. But like, I don't think. Oh, why am I saying this? <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> Go on, I don't, do it. Do I don't it. think. I don't think Berardi is all that good. <laughs> and I don't, oh my goodness I don't think Belotti is all that good either. oh no don't say that at least you can say that of like blimmin Emerson or Toloi or or you know Cristante yeah Cristante any, any of the people who are not possibly going to affect the game that much significantly up front for god's sake don't start telling me that I, their strikers are shite don't I'm, do that I've, start, I've started touching some wood but you have to don't you have to favour a team that can bring most likely Grealish, Foden, Saka, or sorry, yeah, Grealish, Foden, Sancho. That's probably, I think, most likely. You bring them three off the bench. Like, yep. like you, I don't know, like Phil Foden might well be the best footballer in both squads. Like, I, I th- yeah, he's raw. He hasn't quite found his place in this England team yet. But like in terms of pure footballing ability, I think, yep. you know, oh, I'd love Foden to come on. And Did you love that touch he, he had when, when oh, the ball down went up the in line, the air? And, the down the uh, line. The, the ball went up in the air and he just, oh, yeah. Oh, mate, mate, mate I, I think it's a in special the, In the semi-final, well. in the semi-final of a, oh, bring it mate, on. And a volleyed his celebration. A and volleyed celebration. Oh, yeah, his celebration. I know, yeah. Proper. Yeah. Proper. Oh, mate. Oh. It was, uh, to watch his celebration when, when Kane scored was, like I didn't realize his 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 mouth could open that much, so uh, I think what that's, I like uh, about Phil amazing. Foden is Phil Foden gets it, like like Phil yeah. Foden, and also Phil yeah. Foden was in that England team that won the is it the under seventeen World Cup? I think. Yes, I think. I mean, was he scored, yes, yes, he scored two goals in the final, and I think Sancho was in that team as well. I think um, quite possibly, quite possibly. Um, uh, Mount, Saka, Mason Mount would have been in there as well then, probably. I, I think, think Mount. No, no, Mount's a bit older, isn't he? Yeah, yeah I think I think yeah, he did. Yeah, I think I think he. Saka may. Yeah, Saka may have been in there then. But mate, no, I I, I agree. Look, it's uh, you know we we haven't even seen. You've got Jude Bellingham, you know, to to come come into it all as well. It's uh, it's been it's. Uh, it's been a really wonderful tournament for England, hasn't it? And for, for the English players and for, for everyone in that squad who, who has joined and uh, who's been a part of it. It's, it's got to be said that it's been absolutely fantastic. And, uh, uh, you know, cho- choosing Raheem Sterling, I think Raheem Sterling's been the biggest kind of swing revelation because everyone thought, Pep Guardiola was insane for bringing him on, for starting him in the Champions League final. And they were kind of justified. He didn't play that well in the Champions League final against Chelsea. He, he, he wasn't great. And But then to bring him into the squad to start him, I don't think he started that the tournament that well either. And to keep playing him and, and the way he's grown into this tournament how cool he's been, how much energy he had at the end of that Denmark match. You know, it's just been something strange, you know. It's been like, he, he's gone from 
possibly being, you know, the the in in all the gossip columns, possibly being sold by Manchester City uh, uh, towards the end of last season, to now having you know a new contract renewed. You know, it's the the swing has been enormous, and I think I think the England, you know, English players can be proud. I think England can be proud of of how the English players have done uh, over this tournament. It has been absolutely fantastic. So, uh, whatever happens in the final, hey, what do you reckon? Hey. Oh, mate, it's it's going to... Can I... Can, going back to the Denmark game, the last yeah. 10 minutes of full time, I put my hand over my chest because I could feel my heart trying to escape from my ribcage. Like, like because, because, like, even though we were dominating, we were the better team. Like, we had a collective XG of of three and Denmark was not even one. Like not we, even were the, one yeah. we were the better team. Like they looked dead, but like football is not rugby. Uh, it, like the, the thing with football is that of all the major sports, it's the sport where the best team doesn't always win. Right. Because it's such a low scoring game. And it's low scoring, yet goals can happen out of nowhere. Look at the look at the Pedri own goal in the Spain match, right? Mm. Like that 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 goal took the took the commentator by surprise. It was mm. like because you don't just don't expect because so like football's weird. Like a goal can happen at any moment, even at the top highest level. Like complete calamities can happen. Worldies can happen. Like yep. one person can make it make a make a difference. And then because a goal is such an infrequent thing, that calamitous freak moment can shut down the rest of the game and nothing happens from, from then on in. So that last 10 and minutes... There's been, there's been lots of major, uh, uh, you know, and very, very now famous quotes as well with, with, with stuff like it only takes a second to score a goal and, uh, and uh, what, what, what smash and grab, you know, all of these... Uh, uh, points come in because of moments exactly like that you never know and you're very right in those last 10 minutes when they were inviting that pressure I think in the not in the last three minutes where the Olays started and when Denmark went down to uh, uh, down to 10 men for a period of time because in those that was something very different which I I think I want to talk to you about uh, as well very quickly but you're very right Football can be extremely unpredictable in these sort of uh, circumstances, and you just never know. And as a fan watching the match, not as a not as a critic like we 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 so very are with so many of these matches that we watch. You know, we watch it from a non-fan perspective, and we really analyze it because we love the game and we love watching football. And we lo- love watching the magic of it. But as soon as you've got anything invested in it you know you, it all goes out the window you know and you just think the worst and you imagine the worst and anything could could blim and well happen and uh, uh but yeah with that denmark match i must admit that like you know everything is so stacked against denmark in those last 10 minutes yet i agree with you there is always that oh, it was possibility tense. also mate can i just say that the I guess it must be a second and a half, two seconds at most, in between mm-hmm. when Kasper Schmeichel saves it and the rebound lands at, at uh, Sir oh. Harold Edward Kane's feet. In, yeah. in those two, I think that's the worst second and a half of my life. Like, it was horrible. It was <laughs> gut wrenchingly desperate. Like, and 
um, my it's, my, it's funny. my I, other I, half actually took a video of me, like because she you mm. know she saw it's a penalty and like she wants England to win, but she's not English, right? So she can sit and take videos of of, of yeah. me, and I didn't realize yeah. she was doing it until until afterwards. But if you watch me, I'm like hands clasped, just saying, please, 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 come on, please, and then. You, because she took it in such a way where you can see the TV over my over my shoulder. Yeah, you can actually see, like, you, you see the back of my Michael, head. But you I, see yeah. Michael save it, and then you see me go, yes. But the yes is not like yes, come on. Like if he just scored, it would have been a yeah, yeah. come on. But it was like yeah, yeah. Oh, and then like afterwards, I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> like I couldn't jump up and down. <laughs> it was just like relief. It was just it's funny, actually, because have you seen a lot of the fan reactions to that? They have exactly what you're saying. Exactly. There's that kind of. There's a beautiful one somewhere. The there's, there's a beautiful one uh, somewhere where he misses it and you can hear someone shout, you fucking plonker. Yes, I was just going to say that. And then he scores. And then he, it, it looks like it almost sounds like that guy. He says, you fucking wanker, and turns away from the screen yeah. to look away and doesn't realize that he's actually scored afterwards. He actually walks away from it. It feels like it because he's so clear and he says it all the way. Through. Have you seen wanker. Have you seen the trip the, uh, the trip the trippier one? Like you see, because Trippier can't look, right? Yes. So you see, you see Trippier, who's a substitute, yeah. right? And he can't he's look, not so looking, he's looking yeah. he's, but he's looking at the crowd. Right. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you can see that like he's he's heard because it's like pin drop. So he's heard Kane's foot make connection with the ball. Yeah. And then and then you can see him look at the crowd going, hang on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he turns around and obviously turns around in time to see Kane slam it in. Slam it and in. You yeah. Just see, you could just see trips doesn't go mental. He just goes. No. <sighs> Thank <laughs> goodness for that. Oh, my God. Exactly like I'm sure millions of people. It's like a very strange way to celebrate, isn't it, really? But I mean, once the euphoria gets in and the 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 the, the endorphins start pumping through those veins, you know, everybody's, you know, going for it. I think it's, it's a fantastic moment. It was really good. And we've we've been lucky to have lo lots of very good moments. You know, the Germany match, obviously, as well, the Ukraine match as well. And you know, fingers crossed. Hopefully, we'll be able to have some moments uh, with the Italy match as well. It's going to be, uh, mate, for for you, for you. I'm I'm very, very, very excited, and I, I do hope that that you win because, like, Gareth's done everything right so far. Everything right, he really has. And let's just pray, you know, that he gets this last one right as well because to come away without winning I know it feels great because we're in the final and we've got promise we've got 2022 coming up and there's so much more to go for you know in in the coming 18 months or so even but it would be so nice to bring bring this one home I'm about to say bring this one home It'd be so nice for England to win Mate, it really as, as someone who has seen their nation win a major trophy and let's not let's not forget that was portugal's first major trophy of any yes. time so yes. yeah, yeah. You're, that feeling of finally winning something mate what do you do after that like i'm a, honestly this is going to sound so horrible but i'm mm. a little worried that if we win 
Will I be excited about the next World Cup? Okay, this is how it happened for me. All right, the okay. next, the next day, but it was actually for me it was that day because it was five o'clock in the morning as well that I was watching it. Uh, so I went to a casino to watch it at five o'clock in the morning, and then I had to go to work at eight o'clock in the morning. So I watched the game with my friends, wasn't drinking or anything, was just watching it, and it was the elation of winning it against now for us and I'm not saying anything bad because England are at Wembley or anything but for us we were in we're in our, our worst enemy's backyard and we beat them to it in Saint-Denis against the blimmin French you know who we you know would love nothing more than to beat it, it's it's France or every single time yes beating Spain is wonderful as well but beating France in that final was something incredible I felt very empty the next day very strangely empty like I couldn't I didn't know who and how to celebrate it right but I celebrated it within myself by coming home from work and just watching countless YouTube videos for the next 24 hours solidly. And then from that, from, from about after about a day or two days, it really sunk in. And that's when you start to kind of really leather it out to your mates, you know, and kind of give it to everyone going, ah, 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 quiet now. We're the champions. Thank you very much. You remember that? Don't you be forgetting that. Hello. Hello. Just, and you send a couple of videos, you know, send a couple hey, of videos. You've over sent more than a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I went crazy over it, man. I really, and it's just, and then for the next four years, mate, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. You can be spanked by Andorra. It doesn't matter. You're still the champions. You've got that trophy. It's in your hands it's just Mate, a wonderful feeling if a i think back feeling. to our 2018 world cup adventure and, yep, and, yep. and when portugal went out you didn't seem to care all that like you weren't as upset as i thought you would have been like i remember that that world cup you were very up for the spain game because obviously yep. like that hatred of your rivals can, can yes. continues but then you went out to you went out to uruguay was it yeah with horse face yeah oh horse face no i was pretty i was pretty annoyed about that one but i think there was there was something in the manner of the defeat the way we went out was quite it was more the, the anger was quite high so it was kind of like one of these things you just kind of get over it quite quickly because you didn't deserve it also we had been terrible against morocco uh in in that tournament and, iran. and we played and and iran as well and we played so badly and it was it was like but we were also very bad in 2016 as well but we went through and we won it so it was a weird feeling because we were playing really badly but we ended up winning it and one of these classic things as well, having so much talent in the team, but having a, a really pragmatic coach that that plays, you know, looks at the system first, you know, much like Gareth Southgate is doing with England now as well. Um, but um, it did feel a little bit. No, I was more heartbroken um, at the, the the way that we went out against, uh, I think, in 2000. Ah, 2010 was horrible. When we went out to Germany, I think in 2006, in the Germany to in in that one, that one really broke my heart. That was horrible, horrible way to go. And like the way it's, I think it's if your team plays really badly, and you believe, because if we'd beaten 
Uruguay in that game, it would have been, yes, wonderful, because I hate horse face and I hate Suarez and I hate Uruguay. But if we'd beaten them, I would have felt like we didn't really deserve it on the way that we were playing football. So like when we did lose, I wasn't that fussed. You know what I mean? Like I just felt like, well, every every game was kind of like, you know, we're kind of lucky to be at this stage already. That's that's kind of the, the, the reason why I wasn't too downhearted about it. But if we'd been playing really, really well, fantastic, beautiful, fluid football. I mean, 2004, for example, it was heartbreaking. I was awful to lose to the Greeks in the blimmin final like that. It in was your own country. In our own country, 2002, you know, we had still Rui Costa pulling the strings, Figo on the right, playing fantastic football. And we, you know, and then Juan Pinto goes and gets himself sent off in blimmin', you know, against, and then we lose to America in, in 2000. Oh, it was horrible. It was South like South Korea. We lost to South Korea. We lost to the Americans on a horrible rainy night where, yeah, Juan Pinto broke someone's leg and got sent off or whatever. He didn't actually. Weren't you three leg, nil down in that game? We were well. three nil down. Yeah, we came back and it was three one great but like we were never going to get back into that game and it was it beggared belief because with the squad that we had it was like at least semi-finals get to it please you know and we were knocked out in the group stage it was just it was embarrassing and like look i mean portugal have been through through these kinds of things before and i think england are not alone in in the way that they have have gone out of tournaments in the in the past a lot of countries have had this experience as well but um mate but mate look if you win this final, if you win this final. No, let me ask you the question. Yeah. If we win this final, are you ready for me? No, like, no, mate, I'm not. Because I can tell I'm, you now, uh, like, oh like this goodness. is, again, I'm touching, I'm touching wood here. I'm touching, I'm touching some wood here, but I have had a little thought as to how I'm going to go the rest of the world. Like I will, I will assist on people addressing me as a uh, European champion. Before David, David Hooker, <laughs> European champion, champion, please. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Or like least, BA ons. Hang on, hang on. This is the first time that we've met since it came home. Could you just please acknowledge that it came home? <laughs> like you're going to be very Julian Robert, Laurent about that, aren't oh, you? Very, it's going to. But uh, but that's fine. But you 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 you're allowed to, and okay, no one can I'm stop you. It's permitted. <laughs> No, I mean, you're allowed to in your mind, you know, in your sense, absolutely. <laughs> okay. doesn't mean you're not going to rub people up the wrong way. I, I'm i fine. with. I'm going to be fine with it. Although okay. I've already been telling people, God, I'm not going to hear the end of it for blimmin' four years. Oh, here we go. Well, three years, thank God. I think a year uh, and a half. I think a year and a half. I think by the time it gets to the World Cup, like, it'll be... Well, it hasn't been for me. No, for, for Portugal, it's been like, no, for five years, because we've had it for an extra year. It's been wonderful. I've still been sending videos out going, uh, don't forget, we're still the world European champions. Thank you very much. You know? Uh, yeah. No, it's uh, it's weird. It's like, if because if you do really badly at the World Cup, you kind of just bypass it and just go, ah, that didn't count. That didn't count. Whereas you're still European champions. Thank you. You know? So, um, and you'll hear it all the time as well. Everyone will be like, you know, They'll have to address you as European champions. The European, oh, they've taken the lead against the European champions. You know, it'll be stuff like that. Oh, you know, we are, we are European champions. Yeah, no, that's what it'll be. You know, you'll play a friendly against, uh, you know, I don't know, Bahrain, and, and you know, oh, they've taken the lead against the European champions. Well done. You know, how much longer will it take until you know? And then they come back and you know, smash them seven-one. But that term. They won't say England anymore. They'll be saying European champions. And because uh, because even when Portugal were playing, I could heard English commentary 
uh, of, you know, I don't know, when we were playing our qualification rounds and uh, somebody would, would, you know, take the lead against us. It was like, they've taken the lead against the European champions, you know? They, they don't address they were, you as Portugal anymore. When they, were, when they were talking about the group of death, it was always, you've got the world champions, the European yep. champions, Germany. Yep. Uh, yeah, that must be nice. <laughs> No, they did. They they put they put they put like the three times world champions as well. They were whatever, but like, yeah, no, it's it feels great. It feels really really good. And um, but look, touch wood that you that that England get it. Touch a lot of wood, please. Like you know, however much wood you can get your hands on, which I'm sure you can get your hand on a little bit of wood. Yeah, I don't wood. even want it. I'm not telling the uh, I'm not telling the people the listeners what you're actually mate, doing right now. But anyway, it doesn't matter, <laughs> mate. Before yeah, actually, we descend, we've had semis and now we've got wood. Um, <laughs> shall we take a, Shall we take a break and come back and talk about Agreed. our moments, players, matches, goals of the tournament so far? Let's do it. All right, nice. straight back after these. They have an addiction to innuendo. They need help. Please, someone get them some help. Welcome back to part trois of the Born Offside. Hey, are podcast. you goading? Are you goading France by calling oh, them? The let them go. Let them go. Well, we're we're back. I mean, it's going to be something that we're going to have to mention of because uh, watching the French bow out, mate. We are going to talk very quickly about um, some of the best goals, some of the best moments, uh, the biggest bastards. And the emerging stars. Although I think we should do the emerging stars first and finish with the grand biggest bastards, I think. Why don't okay. we do that? Well, Why mate, don't we do that? Let's my emerging let's star, my emerging star of the tournament. Well, for me, I think the the Pedri, I think, would be the one yes. the one that I would, would pick out. Um now obviously, I mean his performance against his performance against uh, Italy was was amazing. Italy is incredible. The, the was thing it hundred percent, hundred percent pass completion rate after ninety yeah, minutes? 50, is that like yeah, fifty nine out of fifty nine passes? Unbelievable, unbelievable. Well, although honestly, I feel like one of those passes to Orethalbal or Arathabal. You say it, mate. Arathabal. Yeah. No, I don't Arathabal. like saying their names. Orathabal. Orathabal. Like he made one pass to Orathabal, and then and like Orathabal controlled it horribly. Just horror. If he controlled it properly, he would have been through it, through in and got, and he would control it horribly. And then I thought to myself, Pedri, don't pass to him again. Like, <laughs> just don't be passing to him again. So, so anyway, but no, I thought, I thought Pedri in that game, in fact, in the yep. tournament, he's been fantastic yep. for me. Yep. He, he's Xavi Iniesta part three, like, you know, this, this guy who keeps the ball under any situation, but also, you know, plays the, the vertical pass all of the time. Like he's got a great, he's got a great name. Like I know you don't like Spain in general, but like Pedri, ah, that's all right. That's Pedri, yeah, like I'm like, good with Pedri, don't worry. The, and there was Pedro, and now there's Pedri, and, and now there's Pedri. <laughs> and also, he's from Tenerife, which which I like. His parents own a bar in Tenerife, so yep. I feel like he grew up around a lot of English people, like <laughs> in the in the summers coming over, and um. 
you know, he's got a very promising future, doesn't he? He has a very promising. And as well, he played, does like, he? Almost every single... play him, they, they, he played every minute for Barcelona this year. He's played six yep. games in the Euros. They're shipping yep. him off to the Olympics. Yes, like, I heard about that as well. Yeah, his, his legs might just fall off. <laughs> like <laughs> it just might be, it just might be like he's completed so many passes that, mate. I don't know if you if you ever had this as a as a as a youngster, but like there's always one kid at school, like you know. You know, after you've discovered masturbation, uh, uh-huh. there's, there's always one. I kid remember it well. There's always one kid who, who's going around saying, you know, you have a limited number of those. <laughs> right. Like that, the, you know, like and the number might be different. Or whatever. It was like, you know, you get a thousand. Right. <laughs> Maybe Pedri gets 10,000 passes and then he just stops. <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's probably more than 10,000. It's probably like 100,000, something like that. And then it's just like. Sorry, Pedro, you don't get any, and like, and he, and he can't pass anymore. Like, he has to be worried about that. But apart from that, apart from the fact that the Spanish Federation and Barcelona might play him into the ground, yeah, he's got a wonderful future in front of him. And I think he could be, especially if he finds a midfield partner in the shape of De Jong, like him and De Jong in the middle of that Barcelona midfield. Is, be I mean, Barca, Barca have problems, but if they can get yeah. those, those two going. So, yeah, I, I would say my emerging star of this tournament. This is something he can put on his social media. I expect to see it on his on his on his gram uh-huh. soon. Is uh, yeah, Pedri, mate. Who for you has stood out as a like you know? Yeah, it has to be an emergent like someone who we didn't really know was a star beforehand. Like you can't well, you, say Raheem uh, Sterling. No, you no right. But you are you have put pretty much out all the ones that I was sort of thinking of. I think that. Uh, um, but but I'm going to disagree with Chiesa because Chiesa's been around already. True, so he, had a big, he had a kind of breakthrough season, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So you can't really put him in there. I think you can definitely put Saka Saka in there, uh, which is. Uh, um, but I don't think he's played enough to to really go for it. And um, uh, but the but the one that I did like very much from his definitely from his performances uh, uh, with Belgium was Doku, and uh, if not. In in the way that he played and the fact that he plays for is it Michelin or is it wrong 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 that's right wrong uh, you know with does he play with Camavinga uh, does Camavinga play for wrong I think they they does I think they've got some promising youngsters going on there but uh, the 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 whole thing with Doku is that is he's got to be related to Count Doku right of Star, Star Wars fame yes yeah yeah so I think that there's there's evil in him. Right, Wasn't there's that evil Dooku? in him. Isn't it Doku and Dooku? It's, it's it's just to do. It just has to do with pronunciation, mate. It's just right, it's wherever right. you come from. You know, you come from Doku. You say potato. I say potato. It's Doku and Dooku. You know, so I think he's got uh, he's got a red lightsaber hiding somewhere underneath those trousers, those shorts of his, and uh, and whether or not he's going to come out and start, you know, slashing it about and uh, uh, going through all things which are weak in fabric and uh, and able to go through it because i thought he he cut through uh, um those defenses like a hot knife through butter Man, there was, there was, was one really good. moment there was one moment in the italy game where he got the ball and i think he beat three of them and then blasted yeah. it over and if that had gone in yeah like no but, but, said, but he should have laid it off he should have laid it off though. I don't. I can't remember if it was Lukaku or De Bruyne out on the on the right, or even Mertens out on the right. But there was a, a a chance to lay it off, and the guy who was out there was pretty peeved. I know exactly the one that you're talking about. It was a beautiful, mazy run. It was fantastic. But I mean, if that he, had gone in, 
that he's a little been... bit like Eze, isn't he? Like uh, from bit. Crystal Palace, he's got that sort of gliding kind of uh, a way of getting past. But like now you see him, now you don't. But like he never seems to be in in fifth gear. Like it's uh, he's just got this wonderful sort of little small burst of acceleration that kind of glides him away from people a bit like jack grealish as well so uh which which i like very much but um mate damsgaard obviously because of the you know everything that he did damsgaard, you know, in england the oldest, damsgaard the oldest looking and youngest looking person in the world yes <laughs> simultaneously bad it is absolutely fantastic that I uh yeah I saw that as well and I looked at the looked face at him of a 12 like, year old the right. hairline of a 60 year old like it's yeah totally bizarre. no I've enjoyed him a lot I I like his goal against Russia I I I because mm. what and actually he did it with his free kick too is he gets dip he gets a good bit yes. like he lofts it up and he lets it dip yep. and does that uh, Ronaldo Ronaldo sort of the knuckleball valve, thing. The valve knuckleball-y. Yeah, mm. yeah. No, I, I enjoyed him. He needs to get a bit quicker, I think. He still yep. seems a bit, a bit, you know, get him get him a sprint coach and get him in the gym. But, like, no, I, I, Very I good. enjoyed Dam, Dam's guard. Mate, should right, we, move mate? On, we move on to yep. best goal? Best goals. Go on, then. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, yeah. Where are you going with this? Well, one? mate, I've I've seen I've seen a number, and I and I think there are some there are some really good goals. But for me, the goal of the tournament, and it is partly due to the fact that it was against the Scottish Scotland. Yes, I knew it. I knew mate, it. It was no, but I mean, shit. it could have been against anyone. The way he took that, the amount of bend that that ball got, it was, you know, the keeper going back towards his own goal. I mean, it was Beckham esque. You know, almost. But you know and, what? Uh, For me, yeah. it's a better it's a better goal than David Beckham's goal because if you watch it back again, Schick, mm-hmm. Schick does it. Is it? I think it's his first touch. It like, is. It, yes. It, yeah. Which may, like, it's beautiful. Beckham, beautiful. Beckham, Beckham when he does it against Wimbledon, he gets it in midfield. He has a little takes look a around, takes a touch, yeah. notices the keeper, goes for it. Schick, yeah. as as apparently first half has gone. That fucking Scottish goalkeeper is always off. Fucking, I'm going to put him back in his box. I'm going to put him back <laughs> in his box. And then the ball breaks to him and he goes, one touch. And just one touch. Like, oh, mate, it was sumptuous. And also, I'm sorry, but that doesn't happen to teams, like proper teams. Like, it only happens to Scotland, stuff like that. <laughs> like, you know? And, and Ireland. And, yeah like and i i know mm. there's just something extra enjoyable about it like that it kind of finished scotland's tournament before it even really got started like i don't know. I, I, i'll le- i'll let you go on that one that's absolutely fine i got nothing against the scots myself at all i'm on zero on that one but like i, I know where you're coming from for me the beauty of the goal the way it was shaped i mean it was just like and the I'm not, i don't want to say the cheek of uh of of doing it because it wasn't cheek it was like it was just instinct and opportunism really like he sees him off his line like you said he knows that he's he, he he's off his line quite often and he's a special player as well he, he he's got that in him right to to do that i mean uh yeah i i i think with, with hands down i think it's it's the the goal of the tournament i know you've put a couple of in here i think you know you put pogba's one in here but if you're going to put pogba's one in here then damsgaard one against pickford was uh, a, along a similar sort of vein it wasn't in the middle of the goal 
Plus, he has four celebrations as well after that. Yes. Well, and I go on. then they go on to bloody lose the match. So, mate, yeah, in your but face, Poggy. The Pogba goal is a better goal because because it goes postage stamp. It, it I mean it does go in the very top it doesn't corner. Quite. It doesn't quite go in the very top corner. Uh, but anyway, pretty yeah, much right. it's close it's enough. Pretty, it's pretty much it's close enough. But Summer is a better keeper than Pickford as well. Like, um, but you are completely right in the fact that the quality of the goal is severely diminished by the indulgence of the celebrations. Mate, I'm gonna put oh. this out. I'm gonna tell everybody listening now. You get two celebrations, max. 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 Two. Ideally one. Like you get your you get your instinctive fuck that's gone in celebration. And then you get maybe your 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 signature or maybe your maybe your your dib your your dibs with Sonny. Like you know, yep. Son of, Son of Ming's come over and he wants to do the yeah. handshake. After after you've been like mobbed by your teammates, basically. Yeah. So you got you the, do, yeah. That's yeah. two. You can't you can't have three, and you fucking can't have four. <laughs> you absolutely can. There are some people who even say he had five. You absolutely cannot be having more than two celebrations. Oh, and the football gods have looked down upon high and they've yep. gone. No Excuse problem. me. No, 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 Poggy, no, and and they've they've given Seferovic and whatever the other little guys. May that's an underrated goal, the Swiss third goal oh. by Galarantananovic or whatever. Correct. Oh, no, you know who beauty. I mean. That was very nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Corner from a Shaka through ball. May excuse me. I've said on this podcast numerous times before. I do not understand the point of Granite Xhaka, but for yes. for five weeks. There was a point to Granite Xhaka. Like, he made sense. Wow, what an incredible tournament the, the, this was. But no, I think the Pogba goal is probably the number. So you got Shik one, Pogba two. Would we have a, a third? Shakiri Shakiri had another bicycle kick, didn't he, again? Did he? I mean, it, was, it wasn't a bicycle kick. It was a top. It was, it was against Turkey, so that kind takes of... points away from it. Yeah, I, fair enough. I perhaps volunteer in Signes against Belgium. That was very nice. That was very, very sweet. Although we Again, did it have wasn't three goes center, at it but... before it went in. Oh, let's, no, no, we don't want to I really, yeah, yeah, put that one there. No, we just see the final one. Come on. Uh, and he has to, he, he takes that from the halfway line as well and cuts inside Mate, and takes it past one and cuts inside it. Benzema, beauty. Benzema's first goal against Switzerland, the touch to get the ball, like the ball's behind him. Ah, uh, yes. Yep. And no, that was... But it's a little bit lucky, maybe. I don't know. One of my under under 16s players did that in training the next day. And I was like, oh, Benzema. And he was like, yeah, I didn't mean it. Like, God. <laughs> sort of behind him. And he kind of stretches out a leg. And I'm I'm gonna say yes, it was good, but half of me was a bit like it was unique though. Meh. I'm I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, would he be able to do that every time? Is it like is this intentional but lucky? If you know what I mean? Like he hasn't mm. meant to do it. But he's also kind of just stuck out his leg in the hope that it would happen type thing. Yeah. yeah but what I yeah. did enjoy is like, I haven't seen a goal like that. Like Pogba's goal, you've seen a lot of goals like that one, right? Yes. Like, I mean, it's a great example of, of the medium of goal, but like you've seen, but like, I know I would have a little shout out for, for Benzema's, just for the touch for, for, for the goal that he does get. You've also yeah, got no, no. Christiansen, the one he scored for Denmark against. Oh, that was beautiful. 
That was lovely. Not mid- yeah, it's no. middle of the goal again, then, for me. I do like it when it goes in the corner. But he smacks it, doesn't he? And the keeper's, like, flapping away, going, help. So I think... Yeah, uh, he does Miller. No. Yeah, he does, absolutely. Um, right. Have England scored any good goals at all? I don't know, well, Kane, really, Kane but, had that one. If he almost scored against Ukraine. That would have been... Oh, that was lovely. That, yeah. that, was, that was lovely. I mean, mate, I love the noise of slab head, slabby head connecting with a ball. Like, I know there's something terrifically satisfying about when the world's largest head makes impact with a ball. Like connects when it connects. Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, There's also Belgium's goal against Portugal as well. That was, that was very nice to put them out. Uh, Again, not the middle of May. I Ronaldo's first goal against Germany. The counter ah, right. I mean, yeah, you, you did lose that game 4-2, but it was a very well-worked move. No, no, it was. No, absolutely, it was. And I thought you were going to say Ronaldo's third against uh, against um, Hungary, uh, no. Hungary no, no. but that you know the Hungarians were down on their feet. Uh, what about Modric's with the outside of the boot? Oh, that was yes. that was pretty sick. But is it cruel yeah. to put two goals against Scotland in the top three? No, <laughs> right, it's then, not. Then stop there. No, it's not. Let's Schick, stop there. Sorry, Modric. Scotland. That's our top three. Sorry. All that's right, top, there we that's go. That's our top three. Okay. <coughs> what have we got left? We've done. We've, we've done got, emerging stars. We've, we've done be- goals. Best moments and biggest bastards. I, I, I think best moments should go next. I think biggest bastards. Well, mate, should go for me, last. there's only one moment. There's only one moment, and it's the absolute yeah. standout moment, and it's Thomas Muller's yep. miss. <laughs> like, I agree. It is I agree. The I most agree. Oh. beautiful, like beautiful thing. It's for me complete yeah. narrative reversal. Like it's you know it's like the moment in any movie where the good guys start to win. You know, like it's. Or the moment that the penny drops when you get the plot in any yeah. kind of movie, when you go, ah, right, okay. When the you tide know, is um, when the tide is turned, it's like it's yeah. like the proton the proton torpedoes hitting the Death Star, like right, right in the middle, like the sliding door mo- moment. I mean, Thomas- I was just about to. I was about to start this this whole thing by saying, surely it's going to be very hard to put into words. No, I think we're already putting into words a lot. Thomas <laughs> Thomas Muller is descended from Emperor Palpatine, the Dark Sith Lord, and he was appropriately <laughs> dressed in black, all in black yes. at the time, and and he missed mate. I, I'm I'm going to see a German friend tomorrow, so I'll ask him. But I should imagine if you ask the Germans. Who on your team? In fact, who from the last 20 years of your football would you choose to give that chance to? Maybe you'd go closer, maybe, but you'd probably go Muller, wouldn't you? But hang on, that's not what Raphael Honigstein said, right? But what maybe he, he was say? coming out. He, maybe he well, was coming he was out saying to try that Muller and doesn't of... get a lot of those kinds of chances. Yeah, I remember. exactly. But maybe he was being—he was trying to kind of. But you're right. You're very right because. The moment he goes through, the moment he's played through by Havertz, Havertz I think, yeah. because, yeah, <coughs> Sterling. Oh, my goodness. Mate, Sterling. Oh, my goodness. I mean, if there was ever a moment that Redemption. it could have all turned, it could have all turned, but it, yeah. it, it had Muller scored. Oh, yeah. Would that not have been one of those moments, Those one of those, let's hang David Beckham, let's burn 
Wayne Rooney moments when he, the press would have killed Sterling had we lost, had England lost that game. He certainly would have out undone all of the good work that he'd done previously yeah sure there would have been very it would have been hard to come back from from something like that and i think that beautiful image where you're watching him run through on goal and you can see sterling and sterling's looking at it going oh no no and he falls to his knees and he's like wow when he misses it it's like goodness gracious and and i've seen some of the fan reactions and everything out, out on youtube's and everything of that moment as well and they are priceless moments well, and, do you know what i do you know what i like yeah. about the fan reactions to that moment is because traditionally when there's a miss right by someone else yeah right the guy goes through on goal and he misses and you'll get a way oh, okay. or you'll get or you'll get a way or you'll get yeah, a, yeah, ah, yeah. Ah, fuck you but actually what you got was like it was like we scored <laughs> it was like yes yes, yes! true like true so true but Muller missing because it was like the moment it was like we're gonna win we're gonna win <laughs> like it was oh it, it was, was just beautiful. an incredible moment and I think it'll be etched in the memory of most if not every uh, uh avid England supporter because I think even like for, for, for me in, in for Portugal 2016 you know you there's you, you you remember flashes sort of photographic flashes for me it was uh you know one of obviously the moment you lift the trophy is is the one that you really sort of do remember but for me it was uh you know Ronaldo being hit by pa uh, um, Payet and that moment suddenly where he's been injured and he has to go off and it's a moment where we're all as a nation going that's it we can't win we can't there's no way that we can do it and then we're in a slog you know we're in an absolute battle and it's an epic epic final it's fantastic it is amazing everything that we go through we hit the bar they hit the post they have loads of chances like Griezmann's guilty of missing a whole bunch of chances you get all of these little flash images but there's always one that sort of really really sticks in your mind and the moment that he gets hit in the back of his leg and Ronaldo goes down in that final is one that I, I will I think I'll never forget the moment that Muller goes through and he's one-on-one -on -one with Pickford and Pickford doesn't make a great you know I mean but he doesn't have much choice to be honest Pickford he's like he must be thinking I'm fucked <laughs> I'm yeah. fucked here it's Muller's bearing down on me there's no Walker. defender anywhere near it I mean well no Walker is uh, trying and actually Walker gets quite close to him at, at right but and still, I think that's probably why Muller like, no know, like... no Muller's always going to take the shot isn't he you know and I mean when it goes when it goes wide and you see it go wide and as well well from the camera angle it takes a second because it looks like it's got to go in because it's so close, but it goes wide. And then you start seeing the replays of it going wide and you're like, well, have you seen, I the, can't believe it. I have you seen it. the German fan reactions? Yes. 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 I've seen the German fan reaction. Because they actually well. celebrate because they're like, yes. one, yeah, we're they, Germany. Two, they're England. Must score. Three, yeah. it's Thomas Muller. Four, yep. it's gone in the bottom left-hand corner. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can they all do. see them go, oh, hang on, it hasn't. Like, and the, the, the hands in heads it's like uh, heads in hands it's oh, oh my goodness whatever this it's an incredible moment an incredible moment and i think 
one that has to be up there. Um, now, you've got a couple of others here, so we'll go on there. But let's just say that that's got 50% of the votes already and yeah. all the others are thinned out to like you know, 3% each or whatever. Uh, Pepe going mental at Rui Costa. Uh, you know, Rui no, Patricio, Rui, sorry. Rui Patricio. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, th- I think that's absolute. That's a gem. That's a very, very good Mate, one. It's a good, like, a good shout. Not too bad. People haven't seen that one. Right, so... It's um, at the at the time it is what Portugal won France nil at the time, I believe it is yes. Yep. Or yep. Yep. It, yeah. Yeah. It is. It's it's one nil or two one. No, it's yeah. no, it's one nil. It's one it's nil one to nil. Portugal, and yes. it's uh, towards the end of the first half. It's never a penalty. It's absolutely like, yeah. Nelson Nelson Semedo no, is an absolute clown. But that was never a penalty. He was well. Really Nelson Semedo had a couple of bites, you know, beforehand as well, and like he's just got to be a bit more careful, and he just wasn't. And then Mbappe, you know, when he missed the penalty against Switzerland, for what he did to get that penalty against Portugal, which basically, I mean, because if we'd won, we wouldn't have qualified in third. We would have been in second, you know, and we would have played against England in the round of sixteen. And for me, that would have been. Oh, it's wonderful. One, even if we'd horrible. lost, but even if Portugal had lost against England, I, I think it would have been a fantastic match and something that you and me, we need to have that moment. You, me personally, we need to have this moment of, of England. I mean, we'll we have it plenty of times with ever again. No, we have we have this moment plenty of times with Southampton against Tottenham, but we we kind of just get on with it a little bit because we all we both know where we stand. Well, and there's right? a clear favourite yeah. and a usual winner. And there, yeah, exactly. So we thank you, and we know <laughs> where we stand with it all. And you're very good and humble in the moments when you win, and I'm a bitch to you when we beat you so you're very good with whole, with being nice to me about all that shit and letting me at least get my few small little glimmering moments in the sun but uh but for portugal england there's a there's just a bit more at stake you know and uh i reckon if we face each other in qatar or in the next you know next few tournaments it's going to be a it's going to be a, an interesting moment for the two of us, and uh, one where uh, we'll we'll really see what happens. But uh, but for what he what, what Mbappe did there, getting that penalty, I was so happy that he he missed his pen against uh, against Switzerland. So that's, uh, that's another yeah. another uh, I guess another contender. But anyway, yeah. So uh, France have a penalty. Uh, yep. Pep, or uh, you know, I call him Pepe, but he's Pep is what you call him, right? No, Pep. Pep. Yeah, Pep. Pep. So Pep. Um, world famous, crazy, madman, stamper of balls, kicker of faces, but apparently off the pitch, one of the nicest people you can ever possibly hope to meet. But on the pitch, yep. an absolute shit house of some of the most epic, like Chiellini, Ramos, Chiellini. Pepe, there you go. Juarez. You know, we're talking top echelons of absolute country. Anyway, um, he's I'm with you. He's played with Karim Benzema for eight years, nine years, yep. something something yep. like this. They played together at, at Real Madrid, faced him every yep. day in training, goes yep. up to his mate, Rui Pat. I said, imagine Rui Patricio is Rui Pat or Rui Pats or something like this. Goes up, very to, well be. Goes, goes up to Rui Pats and he says, it's going to go left. You're right. Okay. And then, and then Rui Patricio disobeys an order, <laughs> goes, <laughs> goes to the left, and Benzema indeed goes to the opposite direction, and um, th- there you there you have it. Like it's in the back of the net, and of course, understandably, Pepe loses his shit at him. 
because he told him to do one thing and he did the other and the thing he's and like I just and you know R- R- Ronaldo also told him by the way Ronaldo also really? told him as well yeah yeah beforehand he whispered to well at least he whispered something in his ear so it seemed like he was telling him hey He's going to go that way as well. And he didn't do it. But uh, yeah, for, no, for me, Pepe at least got his one moment where he, uh, uh, you know, got his own back. It, it was it was against France. I'm pretty sure it was against France in those he last 10, 15 minutes. He sighed somebody down. I can't remember who he it did. was. did. It was beautiful. Just beautiful Pepe. Uh, Pepe, Pep, whatever you want to call him. It's uh, no, it was an absolutely wonderful moment as well. So, uh, uh, mate, let's reel through them quickly. Mate, you've got Saka on a unicorn. Yep. Not too bad. I love not it. Even on, <laughs> not, not even on the Not even on the football pitch. Uh, Bell walking off after his uh, his interview. I mean, I'll give you that. I mean, there was he he'd been asked that question already a couple of times beforehand, hadn't he? But uh, but the, oh, whoever no, the BBC no, he wasn't. That's that's the thing for me. I mean, he had well, been he asked. Had. He'd been asked the about night his before. future. He'd asked about his future. Yeah. But like, what the fuck does he expect journalists to do? Like, turn up turn up to um, press conferences and go. Hi, Gareth. Excited. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. Like, you know, they're going to ask. Yeah. But I mean, you, 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 you also have to take it on the chin a little bit if you're a reporter and you've just, the, the guys have just been knocked out. They've been smashed absolutely smashed out of the tournament they're not gonna what do you think they're gonna be happy and and, and everything they're not they're gonna be Fair really enough. really pissed off and then you go but, and ask him a question that he's you know has nothing to do with with that but, it's a bit like Casper Schmeichel being asked about that bloody song as well so you know true. these, these Although, are stupid I questions Casper Schmeichel took it took that and handled it very well but also yeah, very well also apparently Bale was then asked the same question in Welsh by S4C and he answered it. Yeah, no, that's true. You know? That is true. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, but hang on. I thought that was the, the one that he went, he, he'd answered it before that before he'd answered the question. He was I don't asked know, anyway, but... in English. He was asked in English by the BBC first, walked off, and yeah. then was asked in Welsh by S4C and gave him a lovely articulate Welsh answer. Or well, maybe so, the Welsh just don't like the English. I don't know. I mean, well, maybe they don't. And maybe, maybe Gareth right. Bale was never quite the same to me after he said that he thought that Wales were better than England. Maybe, 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 maybe. Maybe I don't maybe, love him like I once did. Maybe England are the butt of all jokes around the continent and the English just don't Move know. On next Who moment. knows? All right, here we go. Ericsson living. You got that one. I, I mean, it's, yeah, not too bad. You know, it's, it's good. I He's mean, alive. Yes. Look, I'm a little bit surprised, to be honest, because he was a bit of a it was a bit of a Judas, wasn't he, to Tottenham? Uh, no, 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 no. Tottenham fans don't. A hold water any. under the bridge, is it? On that one, no let him go for free. No partic- you know. yeah, well, he was very honest about it, though. You know, he was kind of like, I've, you know, I put my time in, and I, and I want to, and he went to Inter Milan, like, you know. Yeah, he didn't go. He, he didn't go to Man City, City or, or something. Yeah, yeah then we yeah, wouldn't yeah, have liked yeah. that. But like, and also, yeah. he was shit after he left. And so, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's also we, true as well. We can't help but <laughs> always he help to win. They go on to win Serie A, didn't he? No, but Ericsson yeah, was but always as a, as think, a like barely used sub. Yeah, fair enough. But Ericsson, I don't hold anything, uh, any uh, ill feeling towards Christian Ericsson. Okay. And of course, it was before probably after his death, you know, it was <laughs> near death. And of course, we're, we're, we're talking about moments of the tournament and you can't go through this without mentioning it really because it really yes. was an incredible moment a moment that oh horrifying. Uh, 
yeah, horrifying and and amazing in the way that it brought everybody together as well. Because I think that at at the time that it happened, it was very early in the tournament. The yep. tournament hadn't really got started yet. It was the second yet. game. It was the second game. It was yeah, just before no, halftime in the second game. And it didn't really feel like the tournament had started in that in that Not sense. properly, Even no. Because like Italy had just beaten the Turks three 0 and like it was like, oh, has it started yet? And you know that's that build up. And once it happened, it was like, bam, we're we're here, we're in, you know. And good lords, I mean, this is. This is it, you know, this is football. This is what it does to you, you know. It's not just mm-hmm. about the goals and the glory and the despair of losing and whatever. That it brings it brings you to a sort of more humanistic kind of point as uh, in, in life as well. So I think it was a, a, a an incredible moment. I don't want to say a lovely moment because, uh, you know, obviously it was a horrifying moment, like you said, but it was, I think it was lovely in the way that it all panned out in the end. Certainly the, uh, Russia, and... the Russia match where they wallop Russia to go through was particularly meaningful because of what had happened in the first game yeah and even them scoring that first goal and going ahead in the second match against um yeah when Paulson scored Finn, against belgium uh, he scored Finn, against belgium in the second minute yes belgium, yes belgium, Paulson, belgium. that's it the euphoria, you know, in in yeah. uh, in, Amst- in Amsterdam, it wasn't Amsterdam, in Copenhagen, in that stadium, uh, it was the Parken Stadium. It was just plain to see, I think. And it was a beautiful thing to be able to see. It was like, again, grown men crying, you know, women crying, children crying, people crying in, this, in the stands. And it was just fantastic. And, you know, when they were chanting his name, you know, Christian Eriksson, Christian Eriksson, you know, when it was in, in, in the match against... Uh, against Finland in, in the first one. It was just spine tingling. And so uh, yep. you, you do have to put that in there. So, uh, Brilliant, mate. I, th- I think we should just move on quickly because we're, we're, we're dragging this, aren't we? We always do. We always let's, do. It's very let's true. Let's finish it with the biggest bastards. Biggest bastards. Come on, mate. I think uh, we've got uh, quite a few candidates here. Pepe is obviously always in there, you know, so there's no point even mentioning him. Oops, I mentioned him, but let's just pretend we didn't. Uh, um, mate, you've got... You've got I'd say would you put the whole of the French squad in there if you want to. It's up to you. But you've got Mbappe being a bit of a, you know, yeah. why, 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 I mean, why do you think it's he's a, it's uh, a big yeah. fall from grace? You know, Mbappe so far Poor in his guy, career. Poor guy, like, what, 22, isn't he? So far in his career, the golden child, you know, scored those yep. goals in the World Cup final coming through. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think in general, it's been a very likable personality, Mbappe. But now, for the first time, the little bit of a superstar complex comes in. People start mm-hmm. questioning whether or not he passes. Seems a bit selfish. Goes to sleep for a bit in games. Doesn't really do anything. Misses the all-important penalty after missing what, for me, in the extra time of the Swiss game, he missed a big opportunity to make he it 4-3. He it. It was ridiculous. And he took it, it with I... the wrong foot. He should have taken it with left his right foot. and not no, with his left. That's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it was on his left foot. It was natural to do it, but he ended up just slicing. Yeah, it but if he'd ridiculous. been a bit quicker and gone across it with his right for with the his far right, corner, yeah. it would more have of made a chance. sense for me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, like, that's right. He, yeah. I don't think yeah. you can call him biggest bastard of the tournament because he's still a lovable little ninja turtle. But I don't know. It's a little <laughs> bit like the narrative around him has changed. It'll be interesting to see if he bounces back or not. Yeah. Well, and whether he stays with 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 Paris, which I think he will, won't he? I mean, it's I I, I see like a, a a 
two percent chance of him leaving leaving Paris PSG, uh, um, especially now that yeah. Ramos has joined. That must be that's going to well, be. Well, and fun. also oh, I think goodness. I think Real or Barca. They don't not, have the money. They don't have the money, and I think yeah. I think City would like. I think he's only got a year or two left, doesn't he? I think City would probably let one one. Okay, he's I only got the one year left. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if City are in for him at the end of that year. Yeah. No, I, uh, well, I mean, well, it'd be there was a lot of talk of him going up to Liverpool, wasn't it? And I think that had they not had this disastrous year uh, that they just had now, I would think it would, it would be a beautiful fit, you know, and quite realistic. But um, I, I don't know where Liverpool go from here, you know, so, but anyway, that's the discussion for another time. We're on Biggest Bastards Award of the Euro 2020 in 2021. You've got Pogba in there for obvious reasons because of his elaborate... Four and celebrations. Four celebrations. Ridiculous. Chiellini for his... Um, Lovable uh, shithousery <laughs> with Jordi Alba. Penaldo, just because he's Penaldo. I know that you put him in there, so because uh, he's always Penaldo and he's always doing that. Schmeichel now. What? What's going on there? What's up with Schmeichel? Why, why would you put Schmeichel in there? No, because he, you know, the whole like, has football ever come up? Shut up, shut up, Casper. Where do you make your living? Oh dear. That's all I would say um, to him. All right. No, no, come on, no, take Casper Schmeichel out of there. It's really unfair. All right, yeah. No, you got to, you got to. I mean, come on, look at everything he did for Denmark. Look at everything he did for, you know, for top, you know, for Leicester, for for the chairmen, for that. Fair enough, fair enough. Casper Schmeichel's actually a lovely human being. Move on. Who else did I put on the list? You've put Orban, president of the hung- of Hungary, and the whole of the Munich rainbow thing. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a right, right twat. Yeah, like, no, absolutely. There's, there's no doubting that at all. But and UEFA, I think the real right twats. Exactly, I was going to say the real in. enemy here is UEFA. You know, True. it's not. Uh, I don't it's know not who's Orban. the president of UEFA. Seferovic. him there. Put him on the list. Him and Infantino must, uh, you know, yeah. Anyway, it's uh, it's not uh, it's it's not got any prettier. We thought it'd get prettier after Set Blatter, but you know, because it couldn't surely get much worse than with oh, Set Blatter. Corruption runs uh, deep. You know, it does very very deep. Um, yeah, look, um, I'm surprised you didn't put Arnautovic in there. Uh, I think he would have been a pretty good. It uh, was a flame that burned brightly, but not for very long. No, no, but it was it wasn't very nice. It wasn't a very nice flame. It was a very dirty flame, <laughs> yes. you know. Yes. Yeah, it was a toxic I, flame. I, wasn't it quote unquote, I fucked your Albanian mother? Was that was that not uh, you know well, if that was a statement of fact, then it's not too bad. <laughs> like you know. Unless you're an Albanian mum running around a place and, and fearing for your life. No, but he was like I would now be. your Albanian mother. <laughs> like Oh, it wasn't like general. Like no 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 like maybe the he was, royal yaw. maybe he was specifically no. letting him know. <laughs> you know. I did I did it. Oh dear. Well, yeah, absolutely. I think that's uh, I think that's pretty good. We've we've got uh, uh, some pretty good bastards out there. I reckon there, there, there'd probably be a call for quite a few more. Uh, um, you've put Immobile in there, and uh, hey, that has to be discussed. Immobile. Yeah. All right then. Come on, Amobili's yeah. death, near-death experience. Yes, only Poor to be guy. brought back to life by the power of a goal. 
of a goal. <laughs> I know, but that's what it does. I mean, we're talking Jesus levels here. Mate, we you should know, we're start talking, an you know, alternative therapy clinic where you where, where we <laughs> heal people with the power of a goal. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just, you know, we'll just Sorry. bring them in and we'll say, you know, what, what ails you? And they there. go, chronic back pain, chronic back pain. Aha. Uh -huh. yep. I give okay. you Marco, I give you Marco Tardelli in, uh, in <laughs> 1982. That'll sort you right out. Just watch this for, for now. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I feel so much better. Now, uh, yeah, Van Basten, here we go. Look at that. Oh, Van Basten, beautiful. Hey, there you go. Straight in there. Beautiful. <laughs> He was, it was incredible. The little look up he does, the little look up he does, like to just check to see if anyone's watching, you know, or whether, I think he was looking to see if it was offside. So, because yeah. there's a split moment where he's like, I better check, because if, 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 if it's a goal, great, it's a goal, I'm going to have to get up, I'm going to get up, all right, but if it's not, I'm going to check if it's offside, if it's offside, I can still go down, and, because you see, uh, it's that whole kind of making the ref make a decision or, or getting VAR to re-look at something, right? If he doesn't roll around on the floor, VAR's not going to look at it, right? So he's rolling around. I mean, it, it take me back 20 years, man. I mean, this is what that they were doing all the blimmin' time. So we're just not seeing it that much anymore, right, in comparison, especially with VAR. But his case, I'm guessing, is, you know, he, he got a touch. Mm a minimal touch quite possibly decided to go down as if, you know, he was, uh, uh, um, you know, Lincoln. And, uh, and then that was it. He was just, you know, he was down on the floor, rolling around all over the place, you know, taking a leaf out of Neymar's book. And, uh, and, and then, yeah, uh, up, up pops. Who is it? Is it Chiesa who gets the goal? Barella. Uh, Barella. As it Barella, Barella gets the goal and then bang, he's, he's looks around, checks. It's not offside. Bang. He's up. I was going to go celebrate this goal. And I he, do and it. He jumps onto the pile. Like oh, he not only man. gets up and goes over, he gets fully involved. What's he doing, man? You've got to stay on the floor and just continue your act. You can't get up like that. It's unbelievable. I don't know. I'd like to meet an Italian and uh, an Italian mate and uh, and ask what they thought of that and see what their reaction is because uh, it was a little bit a uh, sort of you know. Oh my goodness! I can't believe that's happened. Moment, wasn't it? So, uh... well, my, the, I like the kind of the general reaction that I've seen on TV to it is like pissing their pants with hilarity. Like you know, Ali McCoy. There's a great clip. Ali McCoy's going. <laughs> they should ban him. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, it's so funny. They should ban him forever. He shouldn't be allowed to walk in football ever again. <laughs> oh dear. You see both sides of it. And there's not enough said about about the fact that he's got a name that basically says he's immobile. Yeah, yeah, he can't. Move. Yeah, he plays in a position that well, needs to be very mobile, and he's quite quick. But actually. in this game, but in this game, he was very immobile. He was terrible. Yeah. He was he played terribly that game as well. So, you know, oh dear. But anyway, all right, all good, mate. I think. Uh, uh, have you got anything else uh, uh, to to go with this, or uh, are you good wrapping this? No, this I'm good. Let's let's up? let's let's wrap it up. Let's move Fantastic. on. Fantastic. I think start, this has probably been about praying. two hours. This one. Yep, here we go. So to all England fans out there, all the very merry best. Good luck 
to each and every single one of you, whether you are like me, sort of, you know, partially in love with with with, with England or whether you're you're like David and you're 100 percent right in that frying pan, hoping that the fire does not get lit and that you just stay in there and uh, enjoy the basting of nice butter that gets put in there and you know just be part of the baste part of the baste and uh, and join join the club of of us uh who have won the uh european championships in Mate, the past and uh, we could take it uh, off you yeah. Uh, yeah well you, you will be have, you might have to address oh, sorry, me as win. european you might have to address me as european champion and i will uh, and, and is... i will say to you as a former european champion <laughs> Mate, enjoy your last 24 hours. And, enjoy yep. them. And there is no better side that I would like it to go to more. I certainly don't want it to go to the Italians, uh, for sure. And uh, doesn't Ronaldo have to uh, uh, bring the uh, cup onto the pitch as well? And does, present does it to he... Bex. Yeah, he does. Yeah. What? Does he have to present it to Bex? Or, no. Yes. Does he, yes. You... What? Like, I mean, Bex is the captain of the England football team, isn't he? Surely. <laughs> Presented. I don't know if he presents it to. Kane. He doesn't present it to Kane. He presents no. it to the president of. So Seraphin Seraf, Seraf, or Seraphin uh-huh. or whatever. He, he might be and there. And then he right? gives it and to then he, Kane. And then, and then Kane, he gives, it, Kane to gives Kane. it to Bex. And Bex takes it back Kane to his house. Bex and he's exactly in Miami. And then and then Bex and Fizzer sit down <laughs> and uh, and ogle over it for a couple yeah. of months. Yeah, yeah. yeah done yeah. with the alligators. Bex yeah, let, yeah. Bex let. Bex lets Fizzer touch it every now and then. <laughs> right, we really should leave. Ciao, everybody. Jason is having a coffin fit. He's been suffering for a cold. We're leaving on that. This. We're leaving on that note that Bex lets Fizzer touch it every now and then. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. It's been a pleasure once again. And uh, we, who knows? Maybe we'll come back after uh, afterwards for uh, for a review of it. For or, a rubbing. All in. right. Now rubbing in. Get, <laughs> now let's get Pex and for that as well. See you, everyone. Bye. Bye. And they finish with a joke about rubbing themselves.